JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. What in the hell do you think you are doing? Hey, John Boy. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. And again, it's picked up. It's Darius pick six for the maniac touchdown indy yes sir oh, 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 the double time. Yeah. john i have never been better to be on the air with you here in indianapolis a place where so many of my dreams have come true the ride with jmv on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan you know honestly i'm so glad that we're back up here seems like it's been a while i love being up here at joe's grill in westfield is our location it is directly across from one of my favorite kroger's of all time here but we are so happy to be back i'm assuming that we're going to get a nally and a miller accommodation of both maybe one oh there's a Miller right there. He's just walking up. I'm telling you, I've got to get back on track with my picks. We've got a week 10, and I really need, when I talk junk, when I brought up a little bit of bravado about how things were going for me, I literally flushed myself right down the toilet in the past month. I've got to do something about it, and we'll get to that coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Our betting analyst, Brent Halverson, joins us coming up in just a couple of minutes as well. A couple of things, too. You've got the Pacers, the second of a back-to-back coming up later on tonight. The Bucks are in town as it stands right now. Giannis last night got tossed in the third quarter. His second technical and people were saying, yeah, it was soft guys. People pay to come and see him but he did act like a jackass and it was his second. It was absolutely his fault. Now, the problem that you have is if you're looking for any November um, if you look for any assertiveness, uh, any reason to take it up another level, even though he's at an elite level right now, last night may end up get, building that enthusiasm for him. So that may end up working against the Pacers. Damian Lillard, the guard, is a question mark. And I think everybody's pretty much clean on that Pacer team coming up later on tonight. Last night was one of those games to where you take Utah to where you need to take Utah. And it was really up and down, up and down in terms of the roster and the score sheet, the box score. That's exactly how you want things to work out. That's what I felt about that going in. And that's what I thought the Pacers delivered 
last night in getting away and, and, and kind of putting that thing uh, in the refrigerator late in the fourth right there. But that's exactly what I was looking for. And you had contributions across the board. You had a great first half from Miles. And then everybody else kind of filtered in. Benedict Matherin had a game, a game that I think everybody that's uh, watched him play the past year and a half, you kind of been waiting on that. That was good to see. Now, I'm very hesitant because this is not my first rodeo doing this, but I'm very hesitant to say, man, I look at this Milwaukee game tonight and I'm so excited about it because you want to see the Pacers at home. They've got a couple of stumbles so far at home. Charlotte's a stumble. Chicago's a stumble. And at some point, you want to see them make up against a really good team. And tonight is that opportunity. But I've been down this path before. And I'm going to try it this way because I want to see them get over on the Bucks. You know, coming off a real performance, you know, the pace was playing well. Normally when I bring that up, there is a lead balloon. There is a turd in the punch bowl that we end up witnessing. So I'm not going to do that today. What I'm going to tell you is this would be a great opportunity against one of the elite teams and a couple of its elite players to really show some folks early in the season how for real this team is. Now, does it mean anything? Nah. Does it mean something to me? Absolutely. Like, can you say you can make up, make up for it further down the road? Uh, is it that big of a deal because it's November? But as I told you earlier this week, you take advantage of the home schedule early on and consider this. After tonight, you're going to end up getting Philadelphia on the road at two out of three days, Sunday and Tuesday of next week. We know how things normally go. I don't even want to think about that just yet. But we normally know how things go. So if you could get this tonight, get yourself a little confidence against a good team, and then kind of roll the dice and take your chances in Philly a couple of times next week. I mean, who knows? This game is November important tonight. It just is. November important for this basketball team. And I'm going to get the guy that emails me and says it's a long season. I'll be damned if I don't realize. I certainly understand it's a long season, but there are some games that are dotted on that season-long schedule that you really would like to see them swing and get a nice hit against. And this is one of them, especially against a team and a player that has had recent full ownership against the Pacers. When I talk about all the time, this team growing and the expectations compared to that of a year ago growing, this is the type of game that I mean. Nothing against Utah. Nothing against San Antonio coming in here on Monday. But it is not in the same stratosphere. It's great. Great that the Pacers took advantage of both of those games and won at home, but this is the type of game, no matter what month we bring up here, that defines you at that moment. And I've seen a fan base that has been very excited, very excited about wanting to see a winner, a consistent winner, want to be able to talk about that winner. A game like tonight gives you that opportunity. A win like tonight gives you that chance.
it re-energizes an already very energetic fan base even more. So I'm sorry. I don't look at it the same. I'm Mr. Must Win, Must Win week number one of the NFL season. You guys can all smooch it, okay? Because it does have a bearing on a schedule, and especially a November game against Milwaukee, the second of a back-to-back here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. You'll remember that. Just like we're going to double back and remember that Chicago loss, we're going to double back and remember that Charlotte loss, especially the Charlotte loss and how that went down. Make up for it tonight. Make up for it against a good team later on tonight. Get a little bit more inspiration in the fan base. I mean, hell, at least give the fan base something consistently to embrace. Not here or there. Doesn't matter what month it is. One of these days, I'm going to teach you, and you guys are going to fully understand that it's not always great waiting until the last minute. You can do some things in the early season. That's okay, too. They record those records. They actually put them in the books. These early season games do count. As much as we've talked about November of the NBA, sometimes being a forgotten product with the reason why that they have this in-game, or I should say in-season tournament going on in the NBA. But when you look back on things, and especially in a really clumped-together Eastern Conference in the way that it's going to be, these types of performances, these types of wins and losses have a profound effect even when we get to March and April. So big game tonight. Get down there and enjoy that son of a gun too. Big game tonight. And then I don't even want to think about, I'm not ready to talk about Philly Back-to-back, that's Sunday, and then on Tuesday, right, on the road in Philadelphia. I don't know who in the world made that schedule out. Somebody that wanted to torture me, I think, ended up putting that schedule out there. That's why I say, you got to take advantage of your home dates. They've got a couple swings and misses on it. Take full advantage of it. Talk more about that coming up. Chris Denary, the voice of the Pacers from Pacers TV. Chris is going to join us coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Mike Chappell regarding the Colts on the road in Germany. Mike's going to join us at the 5 o'clock hour. Shaquille Leonard met with the media earlier today and still is incredibly unhappy regarding not being played on third down, how he is being utilized overall defensively. Two things. Number one, would you expect him to be happy? Would you expect him? He hears and reads everything that is said. How much good has been written and said over the past six months, the past year? So even though he's not as active, which is probably a good thing in social media, somebody like that you can't change. You cannot change. If you're drawn to that flame, You can't change. You may not get out there and get active and post stuff and counter and what have you, but you're still going to be reading it. You're still going to be seeing it. So all this, you know, that bugs him. You know that it bugs him as a competitor. You know that he fully understands contractually how much money he makes and then ultimately what the Colts may or may not end up doing. I think you're probably leaning on may probably end up doing at the end of the year. And 
you know, then he's watching his understudies, for example, like Zaire Franklin, who didn't play last week. We'll see later on today if he's going to be good to go. I'm assuming or at least pointed toward progressing to play in Frankfurt, Germany on Sunday. But you see somebody that has been an understudy in the past, a teammate and a friend that's getting the accolades, you know, and, and getting the reps and the type of response that you want to get to his game, you know, and it's your worth. I mean, you know what you're getting paid and you know how you're being utilized and that has a lasting effect to you. Now, the other thing is Gus Bradley said a month ago, when asked, we would know about Shaquille Leonard being back to the expectation level in the month of November. So we are now entering the middle of the month of November. It's the final game before they have a bye week, and then they're back home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is not a good sign whatsoever. And really, I don't think, to me, Gus Bradley is by far a surefire going to return as the defensive coordinator next year. I thought last week defensively probably helped that cause, but there are examples, there are games that, you know, you're kind of wondering if he is going to be that long-term fit. He is not the long-term fit for Shaquille Leonard. I just don't think that Shaquille Leonard is going to be a long-term fit both in his play and financially for this football team. I think if you were going to be asked the question right now, and normally that's just kind of the case if you host a talk show and you talk sports, if somebody was going to ask me if I felt that either would be back next year, uh, both defensive coordinator and linebacker, I would tell you I'm highly doubtful. Obviously, things could still change, but in the path in which we're going right now, it looks like that there are ways to maybe move forward and do something different, to do something new with both player and coordinator that you kind of wonder if the Colts may, may check both of those avenues out coming up in the offseason. So if you were to ask me right now, I would say doubtful. But I will tell you this. You listen to Shaquille Leonard and everybody's on him right now. You know, I can't believe he's saying this or whatever. That's exactly how he feels. He's stating how he feels. That to me is 100% understandable understandable. I don't even know the length of frustration that would go into this. He is a guy that the season before last was talked about every week. He was a playmaker every single week. We talked about him individually without him. That Colts defense would have been an absolute disaster. He was playing injured. He was still making plays. And then you go from that and you go from a lost season a year ago and you come back and then everybody highlights your salary, how much you you get paid and then how much you actually play, how many snaps you get, how many times you're off the field defensively on third down. And it just does not equate. I can't imagine the level of frustration. Honestly, though, that's the NFL. That's the NFL with players, and especially players at a position like that. And that's also the NFL for coordinators, both offensive and defensive. And we've been down that path around here plenty of different times. But if you're going to ask me right now, I would be highly doubtful. 
We'll get back to that Shaquille Leonard stuff from earlier today with Mike Chappell. He joins us of CBS 4 and Fox 59. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll probably learn a little bit more about how solidified some of these guys may or may not return, one being right tackle Braden Smith. So sit tight for that. And if you're watching via YouTube Live, the Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses Lounge via YouTube Live, you can see the absolute handsomeness of one Britt Halverson betting analyst here. Week 10 of the NFL at Joe's Grill. We're in Westfield. It is great to be back. Great to be back, right? I mean, that's fantastic uh, to be back. Joe's Westfield. This place is awesome. And look at this. I mean, the TVs, the food, the people, the uh, everything that the uh, Ryans, Mr. Ryans and Miller and Jones have put together here. We have the beautiful Sherry Nally in the house today, too, John. This is a special, uh, special appearance. So, well, shout out to Holy. I didn't know that. Absolutely. Well well done right there. I know, right? This must be a special afternoon. This is a special afternoon, so uh, looking forward to it, and it's good to be back up here. It does feel like it's been a while. Yes. I mean, it's been a year, I guess, right? Yes. Since we've done a show here. It has been a while. uh, Great to be back and uh, looking forward to it. We've got uh, got some some good games, some very close games on the slate this week. uh, I think the schedule sucks really bad. It does. Yeah, I think it's a really sucky schedule. Yes. Starting tonight. That's These Thursday night tonight. games, you know. I mean, you got the uh, one seven Panthers against the two and six Bears. You think if Al Michaels has not been satisfied with the Amazon schedule so far on a Thursday night? Then I don't know how much thrill you're going to get out of this matchup this evening. I think you're going to have a. Uh, this could be another one of those barn burner games, right? I think it's yeah. going to be. I mean, the total set at like thirty eight, so it's going to be a little low scoring game. It's going to be. You know, I was hoping Justin Fields would be back tonight, but uh, doesn't look like he's going to be. Nope. So it's. Uh, you know, we're <laughs> we're going to get a little. Uh, uh, ground battle, if you will. So I think you'll see a lot of running tonight. Yeah, they coming off Bryce Young last week with the uh, the turnovers, the interceptions, and then you know obviously the loss to the Colts. I could see you scheduling that and kind of wondering what that may look like, but didn't really happen. Did not really happen on week ten on a Thursday night. There. It did not happen, and and you know the the funny thing, I, I think there's a little stat here that uh, Carolina traded away their top pick to the Bears. They did. So they actually. Uh, I think they probably want to win the game tonight because it doesn't mean anything for them, right? They can move the Bears back. Otherwise, the Bears might have the, was it the second and third or third and fourth pick next year? Yeah. That could be ugly. But people also say that Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud. (laughs) That's who he really wanted and not so much Bryce Young. You kind of wonder if Frank Reich... If he's going to be in your number two there, huh? Might be a stretch there, John. Yeah, Might may, be a may be, maybe a, a stretch, especially the way things work today. And NFL coaches and situations like that, you kind of wonder. A stretch, I think, is a, <laughs> a well-stated right there. All right, what else to you stands out on a list of games in Week 10 that lack a great deal of interest? Well, a lot of them lack a, a lot of interest, I believe, but... Uh, you know, there's a good game. I think that uh, Houston Texans-Bengals game is going to be pretty good to watch. I know there's a question mark with Jamar Chase and yeah. T. Higgins, right? So yep. we've got to watch out and see what happens at, uh, over the next couple days there. Uh, that 49ers-Jaguars game has kind of moved up to be a pretty good-looking game. You know, I mean, 49ers are a three-point favorite in Jacksonville. 49ers right going to climb out of the hole they're in right now. One point in time, we were touting them as the best in the NFL. I, I don't think that you would do that right now. Oh, no. Any stretch of the imagination. They, they've lost three games in a row, and you're going against a Jaguar team at home that's won five games in a row. So, you know, I think that's going to be a great game. Uh, you know, the other, everything else is pretty, uh, I don't know, I think that Lions and Charger game could be good. You know, I mean, outside of that, though, there's some, uh, you know, that 16 and a half point Whoa, number, Dallas against the Giants. Half. 
You think about Dallas last week and how they lost in Philadelphia, too. They lost, and I'm not going to give the old cliche, it's a game of inches or anything like that, but literally they lost by some inches. They lost by six inches. It, it was incredible to see the way that that game went down, especially in the fourth quarter and how they lost. The NFL, you know, it's uh, you never know. That's why they put the I'm game. not going to say it's a game of inches. <laughs> I don't know if I can do 16 and a half. That's way damn it's too It's a big much. number, but it's Tommy DeVito as quarterback for the New York Is Giants. Is that Danny DeVito's it's, it's, grandson? I think it's, a, it's, I think it's a third nephew or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't know if it was uh, Danny DeVito's grandson, but yeah, Tommy DeVito. So that's a legit 16 and a half is that, what you're telling me right That here, is right? where it's at, and actually money has been on Dallas, too. So it's, uh, you know, it's tough to I tell, right? That. Like you got to watch it. You got to watch out for these backdoor covers. You know, I mean, if, if Dallas could come out and get a good lead, then they kind of back yeah. off the gas pedal, and then all of a sudden Tam- Tommy DeVito looks like Danny DeVito, you know? Yeah. But bigger. Danny DeVito <laughs> is a fantastic actor comedian. He Long is, time. Absolutely. Yeah. So you got that, and then, you know, some of these other games, maybe uh, not so much. You know, it's weird, too. The Broncos and the Bills staying in that primetime location right there. I don't know how much that does for anybody. Well, I don't either, but, you know, that's that game you got to watch out because you got Denver coming off of yep. two-week. Uh, you know, they had the bye week. They're, they're you know, they've got uh, what they won two games in a row. And you've got the Bills who are 0-5 against the spread the last five games. So that game could be clo- closer than what you think, too. And it's a seven-and-a-half-point spread, which at half point, that hook is always dangerous. So you got to tread lightly. All right. So we got time. Four o'clock, our Week 10 Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots. Anything else? Have you looked up the number tonight with the Pacers and the Bucks? I, I'm trying my damnedest not to make way too much out of it because when I make way too much out of uh, an early season, mid-season Pacer game, it never goes the avenue in which I would like it to go. But I will sit here and tell you, I think this is a very important game for a variety of reasons, many of which I just mentioned. What's the number look like with a question mark and Damian Lillard? And it looks like Giannis will give this thing a go later off tonight. He's listed as probable. Bucks are a two-point favorite. So, you know, and, and everything I'm looking at is probably right on, right on spot, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, these Pacers go out and put up 140, 150 points, and then they come back and fall back to earth, you know? So it's uh, And, and there's, there's a dramatic difference between the Jazz, certainly, and what you're going to see in the Bucks. You know, even, let's just say, for example, Lillard doesn't play. There's still going to be a dramatic difference. And you saw a Bucks team last night that had to work for it against the Pistons, too. Came down to a Brooke Lopez jumper at the end. So I just look at it this way. It's a November game, and there's a long season and a long schedule, but there are certain benchmarks on any team's NBA schedule, especially considering a team like the Pacers, that you take out your pink highlighter and you highlight, and this is one of them. And I highlighted all these early season Gamebridge Fieldhouse games, too. You got to make up for the Bulls and the Hornets somewhere. Tonight would be a great opportunity. And then when you think about it, you play around with this tonight. You jack around and lose this at home tonight, which absolutely you could do. And then you got a couple with Philly, and you start getting into territory where next week at this time, it is going to be a bummer to talk about. So I just think tonight, while I'm not going to sit here and tell you 
It's a must win. I'm, 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 I'm trying to hold back. I, I really want to. I want to tell you that it is. I want to define to you why it is. I want to explain to you why it is. And I want to get everybody out there that uses their calculators and mathematics to shoot me down, explain to them why it is. But I'm going to hold back. Big game tonight in November at home for the Pacers. Huge game. Huge. You got the Pacers sitting at five. I'm going to say must win. I'm, I'm trying really hard here because I've been down this path before and I blanked this stuff up. Trying really hard. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, like you said, yeah. there's a lot of games, right? There's a lot yeah. of games, but but you know, Pacers sitting at five and three. Bucks are at five and two. Yep. Pacers are five and three against the spread. Bucks are one and six against the spread. What's that tell you? What direction would lot. you go tonight? Looking at the number. Look at the raw number right now. Knowing what we know, before we even know, Damian Lillard's going to participate as a question mark. How would you take that? I would lean the Bucks. You would lean the Bucks. I would lean the Bucks. Oh, man. I think it's going to be a close. I may end up having a stroke sitting let's, up here today. Let's not do that this early in the season. I don't want a stroke. We've got plenty, up here plenty today. of uh, games to wait on. Yeah, plenty. Well, see, <laughs> therein lies the issue. <laughs> Some games in certain portions of the season are much more important than how they're viewed on anybody's schedule. And in this case, the NBA. Absolutely. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk some more numbers. Of course, week 10 of the NFL, our Larson, Bourbon Locks, Luna, Zool, Tequila Shots, Miller and Nally in the house today, too. Chris Denary, who is the uh, play-by-play for Pacers TV, is going to join us coming up at 4.30. Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59. By the time Mike joins us, we should have a pretty good feel on the track that, for example, right tackle Braden Smith has to play coming up on Sunday in uh, Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, we'll check that out with Mike and more. Zaire Franklin as well with the Colts and the Patriots in Germany on Sunday. All right. Number 239-1070. If you guys want to jump on board, you can. The Winshulers Spreadable Cheeses Lounge, where you guys have been so good. Central Indiana, you've embraced the spreadability, the cheese at such a high level that the Prez, the president of Winshulers, is coming to town next week. He's coming to town to thank you for the product that you have so embraced in the last month. Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses Lounge via YouTube Live. The stream, the app, HD Radio. We're back with you next. 93.5, The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Hey, you going to stare all day or are you going to buy something? Uh, I'm going to stare all day. 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan. Hey, welcome back to this show, Spring Mill Road in Westfield, and Pearl Jam leads us back in. Brent Halverson, JMV, Larcity Bourbon Locks, Luna Zool, Tequila Shots, Cam and Jacob up here with me, James back at the studio. Thank you guys for joining us. The Winshuler Spreadable Cheeses Lounge via YouTube Live. Get the conversation going. We would appreciate that. At some point, I swear to you, I, and it, this should be more interesting to me than it is it's just not at some point i cannot wait to see an outcome a finality for this michigan skeeting or scouting slash cheating skeeting that's good i just made up a really great term skeeting (laughs) scouting slash cheating skeeting with what michigan is doing i i know that this is like a story that is ready made for sports talk but I think the whole thing sucks, and I'm tired of it. And here's why. I saw on Dan Patrick, I think it was Rick Neuheisel, 
Rick Neuheisel was talking about you know, something with uh, Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh called him, um, blaming him for some sort of role in cheating that he was playing. I will say this, and I know not all of them do, and I know that there are many out there that work within the realm of integrity. But this bouncing back and forth with the, well, this is what this coach said, and this is what he's done in the past. This is what this coach had mentioned about it. This is what this coach has done in the past. So IU has Illinois this weekend, and Brett Bielema is holding back until another moment you know, to unleash what he knows about this. And I'm sure somebody's going to come up with something that Brett Bielema has done about 95,000 times. I guess what I'm trying to tell you is so many coaches out there are so incredibly hypocritical. This is just going to be one stinking big ring around the rosy. It's going to ultimately get Jim Harbaugh, I would bet. But you know what? Jim Harbaugh, if they win this season, may end up bailing anyway. Maybe he finds a seat with the Chicago Bears. Maybe it's someplace else. But you watch. All we're going to end up doing is unearthing other situations with other coaches that have become a little bit outspoken regarding this to where you can say, well, look what they did back in such and such month and such and such year. Got a lot of hypocrites. And really, that's life in general. It really is. So what I'm saying is, if you have somebody in whatever they do, that's a boss, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's somebody you have to work with, maybe it's a coach, whatever. If you can find them with deeply rooted integrity, then you hold on to them as long as humanly possible because they're a blank ton of them out there that don't give a crap. And really, that's how they're paid. That's how the fan base expects. Yeah, anything for winning. And that's where we are. It's just going to be one big circle, you know what, of hypocrisy. That's where we're going to be. Circle blank of hypocrisy. I, I love the skeeting. The scouting, and is it scouting or is it cheating? Now, we'll say this. It is make me laugh when you get like a disguise going on and, you know, sunglasses and but. And there's no doubt that you go above and beyond, but you guys better buckle up because it is going to be absolutely everybody that's going to be on the hook for this. Skeeting. I just can't get into it as much as everybody else can. Maybe it's because I don't have a Rudy answer. Maybe it's because I hate the state of Michigan and because it's Michigan and Ann Arbor. Maybe that's the reason. I just don't get into it that much. Maybe more if Michigan runs the table, wins the national title. I saw Paul, uh, Paul Feinbaum mention that everybody's going to look at that as, eh, who cares? You know, they cheated. Okay. Well, there are a lot of people that I'm sure don't give a big fat crap about what anybody else says as long as they are the national champion. And believe me, in the past, Michigan has a great deal of experience in bending said rules, but I just, I don't get that deeply involved in it as I guess everybody else does, but you watch, it is going to be, who's going to be next? Well, this guy was really outspoken against Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, and hey, look what he did back in 
2021. Look what he did back in 2017. It is never going to end. Let's get ready for that. Brent Halverson, our betting analyst, rejoins us now. We're at Joe's Grill, Westfield. Spring Mill Road's our location. Passed, uh, actually, right across the street from one of my favorite Kroger locations. I'm a big fan, even though Kroger does not advertise, which really does piss me off. I don't know why they don't advertise. They advertise on B. I don't know why they don't advertise here. I guess because I give them free love, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But right across the street here, Spring Mill is one of the great Kroger's here in central Indiana at Joe's Grill one of uh, the great restaurant and bar locations in central india absolutely right off 161st in spring mill and, 161 and John, in spring mill i've got a question so how much shopping do you do up here i mean this is a little well, ways away from home. here's what happens when laney plays saturday games up at uh, the pack gotcha there's some jack ashley went down at the pack Ooh. did you see that story I don't think Man, i did i don't even want to bring that up that level of jack ashley but when laney's playing at the pack on a saturday for example and I don't go all the way back home, so I just go straight downtown to the jam, to do the JMV takeover. I stop in there to get supplies. Hopefully I supply you, up. Hopefully you don't get a lot of, like, cheeses and, and milk products and ice oh, cream. Oh, no, no. Wherever I go, the Win Schuler spreadability tags along every single time. That will always yes. hold up. That always. will always hold so up. So the cheeses and the reduced-fat wheat thins. I get a question about wheat thins. When I get wheat thins... Aren't they supposed to be good for you already? Why do I have to get the reduced fat? It's wheat. It's a wheat cracker. It tastes really like wallpaper. <laughs> but the Why salt makes I mean, it good. Yeah, the, the, the reduced fat. That's a marketing ploy. I buy the ploy. reduced fat. That's a marketing ploy. How reduced is it? How fat is it anyway? I, you know, I thought I, I'm being... I'm being health conscious by buying wheat thins in general, but now I'm purchasing the reduced fat. Well, you got to feel good about your purchase, right? Like you got to know that, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going in here and I'm going to I'm going to take out all the extra you, stuff I need to, even though it's not a whole lot. It works. Well, let me tell you this. Growing up, if you're going to offer me a list of crackers that I want to eat, that I want to have on my shelf, the wheat thins would not be in the top 30. Seriously. And now that I'm 53 years old, I'm a shell of my former self. And I'm buying reduced fat wheat thins. <laughs> hey, I've always been a big fan of the wheat thins. I, I haven't really? made it over to the not in a top thirty for me, Brent. Wow, that's that's uh, now it is. Now it's like right at the top of the list. Yeah. I guess I'm 53 years old. And where you put Ritz at in there? The Ritz oh, uh, Ritz, oh, Ritz will be in a top ten. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What's the number one? You got a number one out there that uh, the from- cheese it. The Cheez-It. I think wow. I would go with the Cheez-It, and then I would go with the Club Cracker. Ooh, the Club or, one's a good one. I don't know if you got these on the table, but if you give me a Captain's Wafer from Lance, that's a thumbs up. Wow. Captain's Wafer. going to have to wafers. try that one. The Captain's Wafer. I tell you that, that uh, Winshuler's spreadable yes. cheese is the bomb. The press is coming next week. Oh, I know. I saw that. He's going to be with honor us. At, uh, he's going to be with us. spreadability. This. Absolutely. Yes. He's be with us at I mean, Taylor's yeah, well, table. Yeah. I mean, yes, he <laughs> <laughs> the president is going to join us next Thursday. That's outstanding. <laughs> I think we can get some of uh, his top spread picks of the uh, week. Yeah, Are we going to get him involved? We, we, we be- oh, hell yeah, we're oh, going to get him involved. I love it. Yeah, the spreadability. We're going to say, hey, you got to be involved too past this football season. All right? Because basketball season, we still need the spreadability. You know, once we get into the NCAA tournament, into the spring, picnicking time, party time, spreadability. In month of May, my God, the spreadability in the month of May is big time. So this needs to be a year-round thing. Is I absolutely agree. Yeah. And, and if you, uh, we got to watch out for Mr. Uh, Ryan Miller. He might come over. Remember last time we got, oh, we yeah. got, 
We got down there and uh, got down on some cheese a little bit, and he was, uh, I think he was eyeing well, you on that one. I, I, thought, I thought I was going to be able to take like three of them home, and I only took one home, I think. <laughs> the, the spreadability got hijacked. That on was that good. Day. That was some good stuff. And I'm looking forward to it. I mean, yeah. there was some really, really good cheese, and, and, and yeah. to have the president with us the is going to make it even better, right? The Prez Hopefully of he brings a big tub. Do you think it's big tubs? <laughs> yeah, big, big crock. Big crock. What they call them a crock. Crock cheese. That's right. right. Crock of cheese. Uh, all right. Our week 10 picks coming up at the top of the hour. Both Ryans joining us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we got a double Ryan situation coming up here at four o'clock. Uh, what do you look at this Colts, this Patriots matchup? Get the Colts trying to get back to 500 coming off that win over Carolina last week. You got the Patriots that are an absolute disaster. Some people in New England suggesting that this could be a situation if they look really bad. And I don't see it happening, but people talk about in New England how Belichick, end of the season, maybe during the season, if things continue to go this bad, uh, is not going to be back next year. How do you view that matchup in Frankfurt, Germany? Well, you know, you've always got to watch out for the Bill Belichick teams, right? They, he, he's going he's gonna to game plan against what the Colts are doing. The Colts look good, and yeah. they do look pretty good. Uh, you know, the crazy stat there, the Colts have the um, they're number five in total points scored so far this season, right? Which is kind of mind-blowing. But you got, I mean, they're, Gardner, Gardner's putting it together, right? They're getting it done. Uh, the Patriots, so they just, I, I still, I'm not a big Mac Jones guy. I don't think until they change that, I don't think they're going to get back what they need to. Stevenson looked great last week. That was a, a, a highlight for them. Yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, outside of that, they just don't have what it takes. If they get into a little bit of a shootout, I think uh, I'm going to give the, uh, the edge to uh, Gardner there to uh, go into Frankfurt and uh, pull off the big W. But we'll talk about that yeah, at 4 o'clock. Yeah, and we, we got it, too. Hey, by the way, Toby says this. I hate to break it to you, but people have been skeeting since the <laughs> yin-yang twins defined it. Yeah, I wasn't taking it there. I was just taking it in terms of scouting slash cheating. See? That's why I don't bring it up right here. I try to make up new words, and I find out somebody already has inspired themselves with the word. <laughs> That's you know, I don't even want to know what it means because I, I think I'd know what it means. So. Skeeting, scatting. You know, there's well, all we we don't want to even talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> see, we can't say anything. Well, see, anymore. That's where my mind went. I mean, well, I, see, what happens is once somebody you know opens up the uh, what are they, the, the Urban Dictionary mm-hmm. of um, of terms that I'm not, I guess, young enough to completely understand. I get burnt by that every time, <laughs> every single time. All right, we got the picks coming up top of the hour. Picks coming yep. up at uh, four o'clock. Mr. Nally, Mr. Miller will be up here to uh, to shine some uh, some knowledge on us as well, John. Looking right. forward to that. Brent Halverson, our betting analyst, Denary is going to be here around four thirty-two. We've got the Bucks and the Pacers. I think it was Mark that asked me via X the last ten Pacers Bucks matchups. Cam, the Pacers are one of their last twelve. Against Milwaukee, is that accurate? Yeah, that's correct. So when you try to tell me, oh, I, I want to go must win so bad, but I'm afraid that it's going to bring bad karma. They're one of their last 12 against the Bucks. So this is yet another reason to value well past your normal NBA November game at Gambridge Fieldhouse. One and 12. You know what that equates to? Suck. One and 12. You want to believe? We all want to believe. You want to be excited about it? This would do a lot of things. And really, if Lillard plays tonight, obviously Giannis looks like he's going to be playing tonight. Sorry, big November deal at the Fieldhouse in the NBA tonight. 
with the Bucks and the Pacers, of course, you can hear it right here. 161 in Spring Mill in Westfield. It's our location, Joe's Grill. Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots coming up at the top of the hour. Brent Halverson rejoins. Denary, bottom of the four. Mike Chappell, those who may or may not play coming up on Sunday in Germany against the Patriots. We'll go into that. And the words, once again, a second consecutive week from Shaquille Leonard. That is coming up as well. 239-1070, by the way. If you want to jump on board, you can certainly do that. 93-5-107-5, the fan. The Ride with JMV. Attention, whoever you are. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. The f- Lady, do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? 93-5 and 107-5, the fan. 161 in Spring Mill, a Larceny Bourbon Locks Luna Azul Tequila Shots Thursday. Joe's Grill in Westfield. We would love to see you up there if you have a minute. 129th Monon Bell Classic coming up on Saturday. DePaul and Wabash, Little Giant Stadium. Crawfordsville, Indiana. I want to give that a shout out, too. We talked about it with Greg Rakesraw on Tuesday, of course. He will be covering that. I don't know how many of the 129 he has done the play-by-play for, but it certainly here in recent history has been a high number of them. 129th Monon Bell. I know a lot of you out there dig on that, and that is coming up. On Saturday, yeah, you mentioned this two bucks and Pacers later on tonight. That is Pacers television, seven o'clock, six thirty. Your coverage begins right here with Mark Boyle and the pregame show. So I'm assuming James, we're going to be doing a little uh, anything goes yes, again tonight are. after six, yes, right? We are. So a little any. So Britt, you want to do some anything goes after six too? We can have people call up and ask you about about bourbons and mixes and stuff. Oh yeah, love it. A little alcohol, a little Heaven Hill. Distillery infused. Anything goes after six. I love everything. I love that too, right there. All right, so we got to get the 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 Ryan's up here in a second. Nally and Miller. Um, I mentioned the game on Sunday in Germany between the Patriots and the Colts. We've also talked about a very lackluster schedule in week 10 of the NFL, Brent. It is that indeed, and and we're going to start it off in true lackluster schedule fashion with a little Carolina and Chicago tonight. Two big powerhouses yes. going at it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be some. Uh, it's going to be some. For fun the betting stuff to world, watch. it's still good to go, right? It is. Hey, but, you know what? That's why they put lines on the games. Um, this is going to be one of those games. I think it's going to come down to who kicks that last field goal. Honestly, I mean, it could end up three nothing. It could end up, you know, it could be very low scoring. We don't think there's going to be a whole lot. See, of, you uh, said that now, and I bet you it's up and down the field. It'll, it'll probably be you forty-four watch. to forty-two. Yeah. Yes. And see, that's why I'm hesitant about saying anything. You can kind of tell I'm, I'm dampering my enthusiasm for the Bucks and the Pacers because normally when I get enthusiastic in the early season, things go a little bit haywire. Well, you got. I don't want things to go haywire. Let's not let go haywire. Let's going to hold on. We got a long season We're talking basketball, right? We're going to focus on the uh, NFL. We've got the uh, the guru. Mr. Ryan Nally coming up to uh, saddle up right now. Six players in double figures, by the way, last night for the Pacers in their win over the Utah Jazz, 134 to 118. They continue to put up huge numbers. But again, this Milwaukee team, it's interesting. They're one, the Pacers are, in their last 12 against the Bucks. That one win was last year, right, Cam? Last year without Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah, it was. Really weird, that dynamic right there. But one in their last 12, and this is a part of the growth. This is what you should be looking for. You guys always bring up growth and progression 
and all that, and, and this is a part of it tonight. And I don't care if it's in November, December, January, whenever it is on the schedule. This is a part of that growth, and you just get a different feeling when you're able to defend your home court against an elite-level team like this than you even would getting that win last night over Utah. I'm not taking anything away from that, nor San Antonio on Monday night, but this is just such a different level of test. And believe me, last night, the Pistons gave the Bucks a run for their money. I'm not suggesting they're right. The problem is Giannis got tossed his second technical in the third quarter, so he will probably be a little bit focused, I would say. It's not like he's not going to come in focused anyway because he's really dealt some big-time blows against this Pacer team, certainly in the uh, past history. But probably adds to the enthusiasm of being tossed and what he felt was an unjust factor or fashion, I should say, last night in that win over the Detroit Pistons. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Daenerys coming up at 4.30. Mike Chappell's in the 5 o'clock hour. 161 in Spring Mill. We are at Joe's Grill in Westfield. Week 10, Larcity Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul, Tequila Shots, Ryan Nally, Ryan Miller, Brent Halverson, and me, and an extra 15 or so after 6 for Anything Goes. It is a packed show on a Thursday in Westfield. 93.5107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Here's Jenny! Don't! David Letterman! Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. Don't! 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I would love, we would love to see you here. Joe's Grill, Westfield, 161 Spring Mill Road. Uh, we were talking about crackers a little bit earlier, too. We were. I use Cheez-Its as croutons on salads. Ooh, that's Ooh. awesome. <laughs> I like it. Seriously. That is a strong move. How about that? You, can I'm you guys a fan that? of that. Why don't we guys, can we start doing that? Yeah. Make it like a JMV salad here? I put Cheez-Its on my, on my turkey sandwiches. I mean, I would do that too. Tell, as you can tell, well, I'm, I'm a foodie. That's <laughs> what I do. Does nobody else use Cheez-Its as croutons? Nope, no, I will. <laughs> really? No, nope, never have. James, back in the studio. Jesus is, James doesn't need a salad, I don't think. He doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a salad guy. Anybody else in here? Am I the only one? Try the spicy Cheez-Its on your next turkey sandwich. The JMV original. Yeah. Croutons on a salad. <laughs> I thought they're, everybody They're not it. croutons. They're crackers. <laughs> well, I, put, I started that by putting uh, goldfish. Goldfish. Yeah. Cheddar goldfish. And using them as croutons. So you're not talking about, you, you mentioned earlier, like your top 10 of your younger years. This, this isn't. No, this is younger, right this now, is too. Now. But I'm, oh, just, wow. I'm making the transition now where I have to eat wheat thins all the time. And I'm grabbing a Trisket. And I go, God, this sucks. No, Triscuits do suck. Unless yeah. they have got some Winchuler's cheese on it, then they're good. And, yeah. you can maneuver, and you can maneuver around with the flavored Cheez-Its. Yeah, well, I've done it. Hey, hey, spice I, I just, up your salad. I just did it last night. I just poured it. Man, you're a god. I, just when I was always, <laughs> can you guys, I looked up to you before. It's a, can you guys do that here? Put that on the menu? I'll put anything you want on this menu. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You, <laughs> when, when, when you, you keep coming with those good ideas. <laughs> Are you back here next? Yeah. Right. yeah I'll, I'll make a note of it. <laughs> we'll do a kickoff. Yeah. You'll Special, remember. Our next Special of the day. Hey, our next location. You're coming in for oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a menu representative. Yes, exactly. Our uh, menu consultant. You're going to put croutons on your salads. Just All right. Watching when my. Use cheese with a cheese option. 
Yeah. My kitchen manager's just rolling their eyes at me. <laughs> the, it, Listen it, to him. It brings He's out. He's on the radio. The, it's it real. Brings, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, I've just studied this for years. Let this radio hack come in here. All right, uh, Ryan Nally, Ryan Miller. Ryan's how we doing? Nally? We're doing good, man. That was a great show last Thursday at Coaches. Oh, it was great. I had a great time. And that was the, Bob, you know, the Bobby Knight thing. Yeah. Everybody yeah, was yeah. feeling a little bit in their feels. And, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was really meaningful for me because that's, that's the stages of which I started becoming a sports fan. Yeah. And it spent so much time with my grandparents back then watching IU games coached by Bob Knight because they love Bob Knight. It, uh, it still does, years later, hold significance to me. Yeah. And uh, it was Man, a I heard, special moment. I heard Tommy S. was crying. You guys were hugging. There was moments. There were moments being had there. And that's why that was so significant. And uh, you just, you're never, ever now going to have anything like that again. No. Never anything like that again around here. Miller, how's it going besides me redoing the menu with Cheez-Its? I'm doing well. <laughs> How, uh, it's, I missed the show last week. I'm sorry about that. Did you guys have cheese for that show? Um, we did not. You did? Okay. I, don't, I, I thought I we curious. may have had cheese for this curious. show. I'm, it's I like, know, man. It's my standard you, now. So, I know. Like, we just keep you set the bar. If, if Michelle cheese. is out there someplace First and Michelle comes up had. here, if you're on your way up here, all right, here's the thing, and, and we'll repay you nicely. If you're on your way up here right now, stop by and give us get us some Winshulers so we can eat it here at the table. We'll and trade bourbon. Yeah, we, we will. We'll trade we'll trade. Barter, is that also? Barter. We'll barter. trade and barter Winshuler spreadability <laughs> for some uh, Heaven Hill Distillery products. Absolutely. We'll That's some that good here. cheese, too. You got, oh, yeah, That's exactly. Really so if you're, if you're on your way up here, stop. And really, you can go right across, I'm assuming, <laughs> the Kroger right over here. A great Kroger has it. I bet they do. I bet somebody brings us a tub of Winshulers before the end of the show. You guys are talking I about bet. emotions and Bobby and everything, and I heard cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, you guys ready for an interesting week 10? It really kind of stinks. You need some winners, yeah. man. You are, you are oh, coming I'm, up the rear right now. Hey, by the way, by the way, Laurel, shout out to Laurel. This Laurel weekend, Laurel. This weekend for Laurel and the JMV Takeover is yeah. going to be absolutely incredible. I mean, incredible. Because uh, it's nothing but the 90s, but... I am going to go. I have to come on at 6.30 in the morning yeah. for the Colts pregame. I'm going to go well past midnight. Will you sleep I'm going to see station? how late I can go. Will you sleep there? Um, I will probably get in somebody's chair or somewhere. <laughs> and then we got a shower, so I'll, I'll shower up oh, look before at that. 6.30. Yeah, but no. Fresh as a daisy. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay there. I'm, I'm going to see how long I can go after midnight. I'm so. going to need some sort of compensation for protecting you from Laurel. You know that, right? <laughs> Laurel's awesome. <laughs> she is a great... By the way, too, you have a you 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 don't understand that you like have you, you have you a stalker. You look at this stalker. Bloody Mary you guys just know, gave me with strong deep, looking Bloody deep Mary. Eddie vodka. You got a salad and look at that. I'm, this is a meal. I told you, Miller. This is a meal right here. Put that salad up there. You just need yeah. some cheese. There's cheese on it, right? Yeah, bacon and good. You guys ready? Hey, speaking of Laurel, real quick, shout out to Heath, who's who's a avid listener. Oh, Heath went to Pink the other night. Wow. Him and Justin went to I can see that. that. Yeah. Together? I can see that. Together, yeah. I once upon a time. I, when Heath, I was, hope you enjoyed it. Buddy. When I was 23, I went with uh, a, a, dude, a dude friend of <laughs> I went with a dude friend of mine and, and saw Janet Jackson, and I kind of wondered whether or not that was. Was it at Market Square Arena? It was up here at uh, the former I, Deer I Creek. I was at that show yeah. this, this past summer. 
But just kind of two show. dudes going to see Janet Jackson. I kind of wondered back in 1993 if that. I intermingled. I intermingled. Yeah. So some we, my we wife did. and some emails in, involved. There. Yeah. Quick, we, did, quick we just kind of went together. Quick note: you'll get a kick out of this. So Lisa and Sierra went to that Pink show too uh-huh. with Heath and Justin. Nice. And Sierra showed me a picture. She goes, "Dad, they had all the men's rooms were pretty much shut down because it was a lot of females there." She goes, "Look at this picture." She shows me a picture of this lady in the bathroom. In the men's room, which was transformed to the women's uh-huh. room, on the urinal using the restroom. All right. Just saddle yeah. She goes, Dad, she, she was hammered. That's like a night in Broad Ripple. All right. <laughs> oh, I she's mean, asking I all kinds of like questions. Like in the 90s, I don't know if like I ever went to the men's room in Broad Ripple without some chick taking a leak right next to me. Wow. Seriously. That's an interesting in the sink. That's an interesting sound. <laughs> nothing, spot, like, you know? nothing like there's nothing like a chick I can't, just hiking her yeah, leg up I mean, on the urinal. Let me oh, tell you that. hiked up, she was sitting on it. Hey, it was, I can't I can't get a drop out wow. in those situations either. I can't even get a drop she out. She says she's go, hammered. Hey. I say she's I see this going a whole different road. All right, you guys ready? Hey, cue the band back at the studio, James. Our week ten larceny bourbon locks, Luna Azul tequila shots here from Joe's Grill in Westfield. tonight's humdinger, the Bears and the Panthers. The Bears are three and a half point favorites they're the three and a half give me the bears for what reason i have no idea brett i think with two tor- terrible teams and 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 honestly I, I don't even know what to do in this game probably won't touch it however there is a line on the game i'm gonna take the plus three and a half i'm gonna take the uh give me carolina panthers to yeah. at least cover give now, carolina I, i'm gonna roll with the bears mr badgett yeah, Badger taking you the like snaps. it. He all like tatted it. up, I mean, tatted you know, up quarterback and everything. Rookie, he threw some rookie Shepherd College year, in West week. Virginia is that yeah. his location yeah. right there? Yeah, but he's hey, he's mobile. He's he looks like he's got confidence. I mean, yeah, it's too. It's Carolina. If you're Panthers, Bryce Young and you lose to him, is that going to go up on the wall I think of your so. resume right I think there? You lost to Badger. That's you got you got. You got Fields in the in the. He's possibility. Yeah, he's doubtful. He's not going to play tonight. Yep, he's Miller. I will take plus points against the Bears all day long. Panthers, here we go. Browns, Ravens, lay that six. Give me the Ravens. The Ravens are as hot right now as any team in the National Football League, Brent Holverson. Yeah, Baltimore, we've been talking about them all year, and they looked a little sluggish starting off, but, hey, they're, they're really, really good, and they're, they're really clicking on all cylinders. They got that young, young little rookie running back that just went off last week, too. I think uh, Cleveland with uh, Watson back, and they look pretty good as well. I just, uh, I'm just i going to go ahead and take the Ravens. I'm on this Ravens train. I'll lay the six with it, John. Now rolling with the Browns in the points. Miller. That's a strong oh, yeah. defense. Miller. Stick it with the Ravens. Bengals and Texas. I love this matchup of quarterbacks. Man, the week that C.J. Stroud had, I don't often bring this up, but I told you so. I told you this guy was going to be on legit just after watching him against Georgia in a national semifinal. He was incredible last week, and the Texans win over the Buccaneers. However, different animal altogether right here. The Bengals are back on track, and as Brent mentioned a little bit earlier, wide receiver injury situations going down here too, which is significant. But I'm going to lay that six and a half and give me the Bengals at home, Brent Holverson. Yeah, you know, with uh, Chase and T. Higgins are both questionable. You've got to keep an eye on that. If those guys aren't playing, that's going to sway my uh, decision here. But you're absolutely right. Uh, the, the Houston Texans, and, and I'm going to lead right into this with the Lunazul Tequila shot of the week in fantasy. If he's still out there, which he was in about 50% of the leagues, Tank Dell. Tank Dell led up last week. He just blew up. And, and I tell you, they look good. But again, if, uh, if all the keys are playing for the Bengals, I'm going to take the Bengals just underneath that touchdown. Give me Cincy minus six and a half. I, I'm going to roll with Houston Texans. I, 
that Jamar Chase and uh, Higgins on questionable. That's a that's a big that's a big if. That is a biggie. Yeah, I, mean, I think Bengals win the game. I just I, I like the points. Well, I'm going to go against Nally for a third time in a row. This feels good. We're just arguing all day. I'm going to stick with the Bengals. And you don't win a lot anyway. Well, here's here's a stat though. I've got a stat for you guys on this year's shows. We've got uh, Mr. Miller with two shows under his belt. Sitting at 17 and 15. You're above 500. Uh, hey, We've got Mr. That. Nally with one game under his belt. He was at four and nine. So uh, it's okay. Just for now. Yeah, let me uh, order the banner. <laughs> me and Nally are having <laughs> that party right now. Right Take a photograph. <laughs> Larcy Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots Week 10. Is green, o- or green olive, is that a vegetable? Can that is. God, I love green olives. Uh, that is Seriously. I want to go one week and eat nothing but green olives. What would that do for my weight? And Cheez-Its? Will you put them and together my like sodium little, olive I love, Does anybody yeah. love green That's olives as much as that one? <laughs> yeah. I love green olives. This, by the way, this Bloody Mary is outstanding at Joe's Grill. <laughs> Look at that. At Westfield. I love it. There's bacon it. in there. Yeah. A whole meal going on right now. I don't know about this celery stuff. I could do without that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's okay. I'll put it in there. I'll <laughs> stir it around. All right, coming up next, what we got? Jaguars and 49ers. Man, the Niners are in need of a win. You mentioned the uh, three-point, or I should say three-game losing skid and, you know, coming off a of bye week as well. You got the Jaguars legit. You know, it's funny. Everybody thought that the Jags were going to live up to the expectations. They're doing that right now. They are, at this point, three-point dogs. And, oh, man, I'm going to take that three points. Plus three and lock that up. My lock of the week with the Jaguars, Brent. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Lock it. That's big. That is lock big. It. You know, that. This is a lot of that Bloody Mary. Pretty interesting stat, though. So, yeah. like you just mentioned, the Jaguars, they won five games in a row. They are the number one team in the NFL against yep. the spread. They got everything going right, right? Well, you've got uh, the other side of the coin. We, had, we talked all about uh, the 49ers first half of the year. They've gone 0-3 the last three. I think they right the ship this time. I think they come back out. I'm going to take the 49ers, lay the three. 49ers get the W. Now, I'm rolling with the 49ers because I think the Chase Young experiment starts. You're going to have Chase and Bosa on both sides? I'm telling you, man. Freaky deaky. What's California boy going to do? It's Trevor Lawrence that... Jacksonville's legit. You're going to see that hair rolling in the wind. He's going to be running for his life. It's not like Brock Purdy's tripping the light fantastic here. Purdy is the starter, right? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure. When's Debo coming back? (laughs) Debo Samuel still got a Yeah, I think he's still uh, still out. We'll do a little research here, but uh, he is still out. Ayuk, by the way, is going to have a big game for San Fran, but not big enough. Jacksonville wins that. What do you got, Miller? Yeah, I'm going to ride the train of consistency in San Francisco, continuing to slide, uh, and I'll take Jacksonville, doing what they're doing. Hey, shout out to Joshua Dobbs last week. Had no idea. It'd be like me being thrust into a game. Had no idea yeah. what was going on with the playbook. Really and, and really, Kevin O'Connell, the, the head coach of the Vikings, was like, uh, and I know Tommy S. is thrilled with this, like giving plays and assignments in the time leading up to the snap of the football, or I should say last week, and the Vikings got that win. Yeah, not going to be so easy this time. I'm going to go ahead and lay the three. Give me the Saints on the road in Minneapolis this weekend, Brent. Yeah, this game here, you know, you get the Saints. I mean, they're laying the three. You got Vikings. And what, yep. a, what a job by Dobbs coming in and doing that. That was he, awesome. He didn't know their names. That. He didn't know their no names. Idea. didn't know the plays. He well, made it happen. Their head coaches, like I said, here's what your, your responsibility here is the tight end. Yeah. 
Or I should your tight end's responsibility is the defensive end. I mean, it's, it was awesome. He was, it, was it was like old yeah. uh, you know schoolyard games where you yeah. say, "Hey, go out and cut this way. You cut this way. I'm gonna throw you the ball." Yeah. He got it done. I don't think he's gonna get it done this time though. I'm gonna take the Saints. Lay the three on the road. Now the Saints. Miller, I think it's awesome what he did last week. I just don't think he can repeat that miracle. New Orleans Saints. Oh, I'm right there with you on that, man. Brent Halverson's Packers. Ryan Miller's Packers. What's going on around here? Hey, Larson Dude, locked the week last boy, week. They drilled it. Sucked into the fandom. Drilled it. Whirlwind here. I can't do it. I know. Do it. That, that didn't work it. for you last week, though. And the Steelers yeah. are three-point favorites at home. Lay the three. Give me the Steelers over the Packers, Brent. Yeah, last week, Larson Lock, it hit, hit, and it hit, hit good. It, it's not pretty. They're not good. They're, they look horrible. And, uh, what I don't do we think, think about Jordan Love right now? Are we, got, uh, are we going I, out and somebody okay else? okay with Jordan Love within five yards. Yeah, within five. You can't go I'm just yards. talking about next year in general. There's, <laughs> the I mean, key, you got to go out and get somebody else. The if key the Packers, last right? week, though, was what we've been missing uh, since week one, and that was Aaron Jones being healthy. Jones in the game, you saw what he could do last week. He is a big, big key right there. But still, like, we, right. we can't throw the ball. We can't do much with it. I think Pittsburgh at home with Watt, I think Watt's going to have a field day. I, unfortunately, this, is, this pains me to say, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is the larceny lock of the week. The Lock Pittsburgh it up. Steelers I'm so lay the proud three. of you right now as a friend. I mean, you just, locked up. I am so Packer. proud of you for putting your fandom aside for once. I, I'd, I'd give you a hug across this table right oh, now. Oh, that's sweet, man. Nally. We got a little too emotional last week. All right, so we're going to go. Yeah, we're definitely taking Steelers minus three because the Jordan Love thing is that's that's going to come to a head. And it's won you some money, though, with the Packers last week, they right? I had come on teased. now. There I had we go. Teased. And that live bet. You, the, the soap opera that is the Green Bay Packers is about ready to be into another one. It is a soap opera. <laughs> Miller. Uh, just trying to be smart about it. And I mean, the bets matter and being analytical. I mean, we're going to have to take Green Bay Packers by 28. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on, it. go Pack Go. Hey, I go ain't giving go. up. I, you think Colts fans are rooting, obviously rooting against the Titans, but do they like the fact that Will Levis has looked better than what anybody thought? Now he is the full-time quarterback for real. As Mike Vrabel has said, Titans on the road at the Buccaneers and Tampa Bay, one-point favorites. Tampa Bay got C.J. Strouded last weekend. I mean, so many different times, and then especially that final drive for the win by the Texans. I do think they bounce back. I'm going to lay that one right there and give me the Buccaneers versus Will Levis and the Titans this weekend. Brent. Yeah, this should be a good game. I'm, I'm anxious to see Levis. You know, he did come back down to earth last week. I think he is now he's got named the starter. He's it's his it's his team right now. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay, they've been playing well. They've, I mean, minus the four losses in a row. But they're at home, at home. <laughs> That's what Nally's talking I said Miller's talking about the Packers like that. They're at home in they the NFL. They have a great season other than they when, suck. When yeah. you watch the way the NFL works, why are they favored in this game? Well, it's because they're going to win the game. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay, lay the one with you, John. <laughs> we got Nally. <laughs> I'm rolling. Oh, boy. Why aren't I drinking these days right now? Oh, I'm doing it for you, brother. I know, I know. I, I'm going to roll with Tennessee Titans. Miller, I will stick with a home field advantage on this one. Give it to the Buccaneers. Man, the Falcons and the Vikings. Oh, <laughs> the Falcons last week. Yikes. The Arizona Cardinals, I have not seen this. Kyler Murray, is he officially back? Kyler Murray is playing. I believe James Conner is back. They got a little bit of squad coming back on that offensive tell you, front. I don't know. At Arizona, you're getting a point and a half if you're the homestanding Cardinals. 
Yeah, they haven't looked good at all. But I'm going to go ahead and take that point and a half. Give me Arizona at home, Brent. Yeah, the one and eight Arizona Cardinals. But they do. They get their offense back. They got Murray back. They said he's looked better than he's looked in a long time. They better James say Connor that. James yeah. Conner coming back as well. Uh, yeah, Atlanta, they've kind of been, uh, they should have won that game last week. They got beaten in the last seconds of the game. I'm going to join you, though, John. Give me, uh, give me Arizona, the ugly one and eight Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half to win outright. Yeah, I'm going to roll with Arizona. I think, I think Atlanta's got some quarterback issues going on over there. Uh, Arizona getting Kyler back. Like you said, Connor's a big one to come back to. Yeah. What do you got, Miller? Game. Boy, oh, boy. I'm trying to make sure uh, I get my points ahead. I've been going against Nally hey, all day. Dave, Let's stick with the windshielders in the head. Look at this guy. What did you oh, what look at my man? The windshield, Kevin Paskey just brought the spreadability to <laughs> us. We didn't mention that. That is a hell of an effort, too. We mentioned that literally 10 yeah. minutes ago. We need to get this right man there. some samples over here. Get, <laughs> hey, hey, get, get the drinkage from Heaven Hill Distillery rolling for Kevin right there. That is well done. Miller, rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah I want to get here. I went with the Falcons, but I'm going with this. <laughs> no Falcons. Don't worry about the rest of the pick. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, he's done. You gave him cheese. It's like a kid at Twins. There he goes, now. man. Yeah. This is a good sign for the Packers this weekend, boys. Ooh. That's it's like Miss, a really that's good sign. Cheese, though. Shout out to Kevin oh, for the sorry. spreadability from Winshulers. <laughs> See, this is a day when the Prez needs to be here. That's outstanding right yes. there. Yes. That's great. Cheese and donuts. Kevin Paskey, this way to go, tonight. my friend. I mean, seriously. Hey, who's up, man? I've been sideswiped by the spreadability. Who's got it now? We got uh, Detroit Lions. Oh, well, okay, the we are. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Miller took Atlanta in the last game, yeah. so he I went got against you. us. I went All against right. you. One and a half point favorites. The Lions on the road in Southern California against the Chargers. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, L.A. is as confusing and and really as disappointing as you know. They'll win and they'll lose. They'll win a game you think they're not going to lose. Two games you think they shouldn't. I don't trust them. I'll lay that point to have. Give me the Lions of Dan Campbell, Brent. Yeah, Detroit Lions also up there uh, right next uh, for the number one spot against the spread with the Jacksonville Jaguars is the Detroit Lions. They're 6-2 and two against the spread. And the Lions were number one last year. They were. I they, guess we, the we've been too. taking it all oh, we, Every single absolutely. week. Yeah. And, and they get uh, David Montgomery back. I think that's a big key for Detroit Lions, having David Montgomery back. Uh, Amon Ra, he's the man. I, I'm going to go ahead and take Detroit on the road, lay the one and a half, which could be like a 50-50 fan base game, as we know the Chargers don't really have a whole lot of fans there. What do you got now? <laughs> I'm rolling with Chargers, and that's my Larceny lock of the Woo! week. Detroit on the road to the West Coast, not on turf. Look at Goff's stats on that. Not good. Really? Really. Oh, man, but the Chargers... <laughs> Ugh. Okay. I just I can't trust. It. All right, Miller, go ahead. I'll text you Sunday when that game. I know over you with. probably will. No, 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 no man. No. Take golf out of the game <laughs> like that, and his stats against him. I still think that Lions squad it just has a lot of weapons all around. I'm gonna stick with them. Man, famous last words on this Larcy Bourbon Lock Saluna Azul Tequila Shots Week 10. 16 and a half point favorites at home, Dallas. What in the world am I doing? Giving up 16 and a half right here. This has got backdoor cover written all over it. Alas, I'm as dumb as a stump. So I'll <laughs> lay the 16 and a half. And somebody could just beat my ass next week, too. This really makes me mad I'm doing this. I'll take the Cowboys, Brent. This dumb is a, as a stump. This is a bundle, but against uh, Danny DeVito's little nephew, Tommy DeVito, Ooh, I think Dallas comes DeVito. out and wins this game 40 to 9. 
Dallas Cowboys roll. They're going to bat. This is so backdoor cover. It's going to be so awful. Uh, yeah. I'm, now, rolling Cow- I'm rolling Cowboys. What do hey, you got, Miller? We all agree for the first time today. Man, we're, all, we're not very bright. None of us are bright. You watch. A 16 and we're going to lose. I'm going to be that nerd. I'm going to be that nerd. Go with the favorite. Uh, Seahawks, six-point favorites at home against the Commanders. Lay that six. Give me Seattle, Brent. You know, this one's a little bit tricky here. I mean, the Commanders, they kind of silently cover. They kind of yeah. silently do their thing. I don't, I'm not going to go with them, though. I think Seahawks are going to bounce back after that, uh, that butt whooping they took last week, John. I think uh, Seattle, I'll lay the six. Give me the Seahawks back. Seahawks back at home after coming off that loss. I'm going to take Seattle. Miller, I'm in the same boat, Seahawks. Jets and Raiders right here. Are you guys buying that Aaron Rodgers is actually yes. they're playing for something? He will be back if they're in it. I guarantee he will. Is there there's, something different going on with that, that fan, dude? There's that fandom again. Not a fandom. That's just Aaron Rodgers, man. That's what he does. If they are in the playoff hunt, he will be back, and he will well, take them be, further. So I don't think it's going to matter. Well, I'm surprised. You think, he's, you think he's kind of he under he knows they're not going to be a part of it? So I'm surprised they're where they're at right now. I really am. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Jets uh, point. Look at who they've beat. They didn't beat anybody. Well, I know, but they. Jeez. Well, sure, it's somebody. Yeah. Game one. There's Game somebody, one. yes. But, you know, here's the interesting thing I just saw the other day, and this is this is where the NFL scripts the, uh, the, the, the game plan, the games. Oh, great. If, oh, you're back on this theory. If the Packers and the Jets finish uh, in the same, uh, same spot, yeah. they will play each other, and it will be the Jets in Green Bay next year. Yes. And look at that storyline. Rodgers comes back. Jets play the Packers. Yada, yada, yada. I think this is just a dream that you had. That it's not a dream, bro. It's not a dream. It's just, I, I just really, no, speak, you, you speak speak knowledge. The NFL Straight would knowledge. try their damnedest to do that anyway. Oh, 100% they? they would. I mean, I try guarantee their damnedest to do that sure. anyway. All right. Uh, point favorite of the Jets. Lay that point. Give me the Jets on the road in Las Vegas, Brent. Yeah, I still don't buy into it. I'm, I'm, I'm against you here. I think those Raiders are rejuvenated. Aiden O'Connell, they got rid of all the junk in the yeah. uh, Josh McDaniel era. I think the Raiders win this 2017, get the cover. They win outright. Right, I'm with you. I'm taking Raiders. No, I think they have a bit of a fire going on out there in Las Vegas, but I still think they're going to be the Jets. Seven and a half point favors the Bills at home on Monday night. Lay that seven and a half and uh, give me the Broncos. Somebody better start watching the Manning cast, too. Numbers evidently are going down on that. So you said lay the seven and a half. You're taking you're taking the yeah the, the bills? bills yeah oh oh okay you got that's the bills. what I said right yeah well you did you said give me the Broncos so oh I did oh I didn't mean to bills bills yeah. bills minus seven and a half that's the green olives talking that's right the here. green olives talking I hear you you know the bills are they're zero five against spread the last five games they've yeah. not looked good uh, they haven't looked good since the first couple of weeks. Denver coming off of a bye. Yep. I mean, this game right here, it's tough. I mean, I honestly, I, ugh, I would buy the half point and give me the Bills. Eh, I'm just torn on it, but give me the Buffalo Bills. Now, Bills laying the points. Miller, last five games or last six games, last six games, they've not been able to do much. Uh, yeah, the first three games of the season, they were like, beat people by a lot recently. They can't win by more than five if they are winning. I'm going against you boys. I'm going yeah. to the Broncos. Understand. Let's prioritize this. Get back to even on the season. Go to a bye week. Get some rest. Get healthy. Come back against Tampa Bay. That, to me, should be the path to the Colts on the road in Frankfurt, Germany, against the Patriots. A 2-17. and 17. There are point-and-a-half favorites coming up Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. No Juju Brents. No Drew Ogletree as well. So they are not going to play. However, this should not matter at all. Lay that point and a half and give me the Colts. Final score, 27-13. Man, I kind of bounced around that score. That's probably too much. 27-13. 
Colts, going to a bye week feeling good. If you don't, any other way is problematic. I like the call. You know, we mentioned earlier the Colts are the fifth highest scoring team in the NFL, which still blows my mind when you look at it on paper. Patriots are, are, are dismal. They're horrible. Two and seven. I think you're right. I think the Colts win this one kind of easy, but uh, I want to take the Colts. I'll lay nice. the one and a half. Give me the Colts 24-17. Now. All right. I'm going to. I promised my boy Josh Atwood I'd, I'd take. Uh, he's at the doctor's get his hemorrhoids taken care of. Oh, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I promised I'd take the Colts this week in a little battle him and I got. So. How do you take care little, of hemorrhoids, by the way? No, no, we can call him and ask him. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a hemorrhoidal situation going on. I tell you, if you uh, eat some wind sugar cheese, drink sore? some larceny, it makes it all know. good. It mm. Makes it all feel. Better. You ever had hemorrhoids, Miller? I didn't get it. No. I don't think he's old enough. <laughs> no. Remember yeah, when? I'm only remember when now. George Brett had hemorrhoids in the World Series? I do. It was the Royals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, George Brett had hemorrhoids in the World Series. That was in his book. Did you know yeah. that? Well, I'm, I'm one of the biggest George Brett fans around. He has yeah. never gotten back to us. We've tried and tried to try. He's the only guy I've never had on this I show. I still to this really day I've never seen anybody angrier in sports when he came, than when he came out of the dugout. Yeah, well, when his uh, yeah, the, the, the pine the pine tour. <laughs> I mean, 1983, yeah. July. Have you ever seen anybody in sports angrier? Uh-huh. Well, it was, Billy, it, was, it was Billy Martin. He was getting angry. He just went yard. So, yeah. anyway, I'm sorry, Miller. Go ahead. Sorry. You're good Off track. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I keep going to the George Brett hemorrhoid stuff here. Yeah, he did. My Colts big. He can still. Hey, George Brett would still hit 350 with hemorrhoids. So, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Hey, Kevin Paskey, shout out the Winshuler spreadability. The Winshuler's 10 minutes. That's outstanding. It, he took it from the time we said it. To the time he got over here and made the afternoon for Ryan Miller. And he even brought one of my favorite pretzel rods, Snyder's. Snyder's pretzel rods. Snyder's rods. dipping rods. Those are dipping rods. Those are right dipping rods yeah. Yeah. Hanover. All right, Nally Miller, you guys going to come back a little bit later on and tell me all about this uh, coming weekend around here? Yeah, Miller will be. Sure. I've got to bounce. I've what? Got to, I've, got to, I've got the wife with me. I've got dinner reservations I've got the wife. <laughs> Dinner, <laughs> dinner's served here. I have, yeah. no cho- I have no choice. We have, a, we have a little date night, and I had to bring her with um, me. Hey, ask wherever you're going if they can put cheese it, cheese it. Substitution for croutons. All right, ask if I'm, you can get cheese it's on your salad. I'm telling you, it is brilliant. I don't know how you're not. It a, is brilliant. A menu consultant for <laughs> half these places in the New York. Miller's all pissed off over there because of that. Now he oh, knows no, that you, things are going to change. A, you're radically change. Spot. It's going to be beautiful. The JMV salad. Yeah. Just going to be a little bit of lettuce. A bunch of steak, some cheese spread, some Cheez-Its. Call it a day. Oh, that sounds good. I like all that stuff. I mean, you menu ranch. full of different things with oh, Cheez-Its. I'm telling you, man. I'm wrong. You Bloody Mary addition with some Cheez-Its Oh, my time. God. I'm going to go out for this bacon right here when we get to a break, too. Watch out. Guys, I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, fellas. John appreciate Green. it. Joe's Grill, Westfield, 161. We're at Spring Mill Road here. Coming back, Chris Denary on the other side of Larcy Bourbon Locks. Luna Azul Tequila Shots, Week 10 Thursday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Now, you listen here. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Now, go away. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome back to Joe's Grill. We're at 161 in Spring Mill. There's Litzy and Jess in the house. Chad from Madison County's here. You hear his requests on Saturday night during the JMV takeover. Hey, by the way, too, it's nothing but the 90s on Saturday night. This is the... Second to last. We have two more before the Christmas music hiatus. But here's going to be the wrinkle on Saturday. I am going to go past midnight. 
So I may rock a lot of DJ Skid's mini mixes back to back, and I'm, we're going to have some fun on Saturday. So JMV Takeover Saturday night, B105.7, officially underway at 6 a.m. on the 6 a.m. Sorry, 6 a.m. for the Colts pregame huddle, 6:30 to be exact, 6 p.m. for the JMV Takeover coming up on Saturday night on B105.7. Pacers Television. He is the play-by-play voice of the Pacers, and what I believe to be a November big one against one of the elites of the NBA in that landscape is the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in town later on tonight. Chris Denary joins us now. Uh, I'm, I'm trying really hard in the past. I get excited. I say this is a must win and things just kind of crap out on me like it's bad karma. But I have described, I think, thoroughly how significant this matchup is and should be at Gamebridge Fieldhouse for the Pacers tonight, Chris. Yeah, John, I think it is. I mean, it's a, it's a measuring stick, no question, when you yes. look at, you know, what Milwaukee has done, you know, over the years and really how they've, they've dominated the Pacers. Indiana's lost 11 of 12. They've lost five straight at home. Uh, the good news is last year in the four games, Tyrese Halliburton never played. So uh, even though Indiana won in Milwaukee yep. to snap, a, I think, a nine-game losing streak, uh, Tyrese has not played the last year against Milwaukee. So I think that will give the Pacers definitely some, you know, some push and, and, and a lot more in, on their plate tonight than maybe we've seen in the past. Yeah, it, it, that dynamic is weird. I think they're one in their last 12 against the Bucs, and that one came without Tyrese Halliburton last year. Yeah, that was uh, that was a game. I think uh, Nemhart had a big game. Matherin had a big game. Uh, George Hill had a big game in his return yeah. to Milwaukee. So, uh, and, and they did it against the Milwaukee team that that night. That uh, you know Giannis was playing. They had all their guys out there, and then they responded by beating the Pacers. I think you know a few weeks later when Drew Holiday had 51 in this building. But the irony is, John, when you look back at the four games last year. Both teams averaged in the four games over 130 points per game. Uh, I think it was the Bucks averaged 136, and the Pacers averaged like 132. So uh, you put both these teams on the floor, uh, usually you're going to see a lot of points. And, uh, you know, the question is, you know, can the Pacers, you know, improve defensively as we go on? I, I thought their fourth quarter last night was really strong. Uh, yeah. They limited Utah to 20 points, and, and that's going to be something that we'll be watching you know, all year long, but, but right now the offense is clicking. They're number one in the league in scoring. They're number one in the league in offensive efficiency. They've got the most assists in the league, and their bench is number one. So from an offensive uh, perspective right now, the Pacers are at the top of their game. So Chris Denary, Pacers Television's got to call that later on tonight, the uh, Bucks and the Pacers from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Is this Bucks team, and, and obviously we probably don't know enough. We just kind of look at it with Giannis, and we look at it with, with Damian Lillard. I know he went in as a question mark. We'll find out. Solidified a little bit later on, but I'm assuming he is going to play. But is this a team where you can challenge their depth, especially in terms of everybody talks about the Pacers' depth on this team. Is this something with the Bucks that you can go after? I think so. I mean, I think that's one of the great strengths of the Pacers. I mean, Quinn hit on it really early last night. He said, hey, let's watch the fourth quarter and, and see if Indiana's depth wins out. And it's, it's exactly what happened. I thought uh, Utah had to rely a lot on its starters. 
uh, you know, to play heavy minutes. And I thought the Pacers bench did a really, really good job and especially, you know, helped turn the game in the fourth quarter. So I think so. I mean, this is a little bit different Milwaukee team now with Lillard in the backcourt. He starts with Malik Beasley. Last year it was Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. Uh, they've got a younger bench. Um, they have uh, a player from G, uh, from the G League Ignite in his second year, Marshawn Beauchamp, who's done a nice job. They've got a nice veteran in Bobby Portis. But definitely, you would say, uh, edge to the Pacers' bench. And so hopefully the Pacers' depth is something that, that, that can carry them tonight. You know, Chris, what, what I'm going to find interesting, and this is something we will not know until later on in the season. You know, last year, uh, the Bucks didn't finish the way that they wanted to. And it's basically championship or bust. And... You know, they go out and, and, and get involved in Damian Lillard. They bring him in, and Drew Holiday ends up with the Boston Celtics. I'm going to be interested to see whether or not they were going to be better off with Holiday or Lillard. You know what I mean? With Holiday as just an all-around player, but Lillard is just a high-volume, elite-level scoring threat every night. It's going to be interesting to see here further down the road who ends up better for that team and the personnel on that squad? Yeah, I mean, Drew Holiday is, to me, one of the undervalued players in the NBA. We've seen him over the years. And, you know, think back a few years ago, he helped the Bucs uh, win an NBA title. And then a few weeks later, because the season that year didn't start until December, it was a few weeks later, he's helping Team USA win a gold medal. That's how valuable the type of player he is. He's all around. He can shoot. He can score. Uh, he's a better defender than Damian Lillard. But but I can see why Milwaukee did what they did. They were disappointed uh, last year, and they felt they needed to go in another direction. It helped them uh, get Giannis to sign his extension. But, but clearly, having watched Boston last week, uh, Drew Holiday is a perfect fit. Uh, for that franchise, and you have to give uh, kudos, a lot of kudos to Brad Stevens for bringing him in. No, I, I, I think to me that's going to be one of the interesting storylines across the NBA landscape is, is that particular decision, because I would agree with you. I think Holiday brings much more of an all-around presence, but man, Lillard is such a dude in terms of, of scoring. Kristen Area, Pacers Television, thank you very much. Joins us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. So does uh, Obi get the call defensively to start the game versus Giannis tonight? I would think so. I mean, I think Toppin, you know, it gives you some size. He's, he's you know, needing, needing to, to be a good defender tonight uh, on Giannis. But I'll tell you a guy that I've been really impressed with, and, and I talked to him in the locker room last night, and he's, he's stronger, he's more physical. He says, it's all due to balance, and that's Aaron Neesmith. He gives up size, but I think he's got enough bulk that he can challenge Giannis from time to time. So I would say it'll be those two. Obi Toppin will get the start, but don't be surprised if you see Aaron Neesmith on him as well. Hey, regarding Neesmith, is, is there a player that you have seen around the NBA or you, you still see around the NBA that you would compare Neesmith and his game and the effect he has on this Pacer team that he brings to the table? I'll tell you, it's funny because I look across uh, the floor tonight and there's a guy now in Milwaukee who played at Marquette and Jay Crowder. I don't think Jay Crowder is the same type of defensive player um, as Aaron Neesmith, 
but I would say they're very similar because they can shoot the three, they can run the floor, and they always seem to be on the floor helping your team make good things happen. So uh, I, I'm thrilled that uh, the Pacers and Aaron came to an agreement, which which I thought was a a super reasonable contract for both parties. Um, and, and Aaron is living up to that right now. He's had a really good preseason and played really well through the first eight games of the year. Now nah, he's been essential. There's no doubt about that. Kristen Aaron, Pacers television on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. So was last night a springboard for Benedict Matherin, you think, both ends of the floor? I think so. Let me give you – Let me. I did some digging today. Uh, nice. Last year, he had 27 20-point games. And when he scored 20 points or more, he had four rebounds and one assist. Last night, he had 22 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. So I think what it shows you, John, they, they've asked him to do more than just score. And Rick Carlisle has been quick to say, hey, don't look at the box score and look at the points that Ben is putting up. Look at the other things. But, but I looked at the box score last night, and it was as well-rounded a box score as we've seen in his young career. So I, I think that was a, a good statement for him, that he showed he can score, but he still had nine rebounds and four assists. Uh, ben is learning to be a complete NBA player, and last night was a huge step in that direction. Chris, in closing here, somebody brought up the other day you know, how disappointed they were with some of the minutes that, that Mather was not getting late in games. and oh, I'm afraid he's going to get disgruntled and upset. And I remind everybody that he is the one that has brought up numerous times how he wants to be coached hard. And I think that's what he's getting right now. No question. It's 82 games, and Rick Carlisle is a coach. He doesn't live by, you know, how maybe old NBA coaches would do it, like, hey, the starter deserves to be out there no matter how he is playing at the end of the game. Rick looks at each game, evaluates each game, and if somebody is playing really well, he's probably going to stay out on the floor. So there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Ben Matherin uh, to close games and, and – uh, you know, it, it's it, as you said, he has said it from day one, and he's told Rick Carlisle that. He's told the assistants, coach me hard. I can take it. I want to be the best, and, and that's him being the best. Hey, before I leave, I just yeah. I, I wanted to say this. with You know, everybody's read everything about TV and all that. Um, I just want to tell you that year to date, through eight games last year to eight games this year, our TV ratings are up 43%. So the narrative out there, when I, I get upset a little bit when I see stories saying nobody can watch the games. Well, there are a lot of people watching the games, and our television ratings right now reflect it. Let me tell you this. People are chomping at the bit for a high level of winning and want the Pacers to be that team to do it. And tonight, as I mentioned, in November, Chris would go a long way to helping that out in the early season. But there's no doubt about that. I mean, if yeah, people, it, people it, will find it if they want to find it, and that's why you want them to come correct and look good later on tonight, even though it's in November. Yeah, and what's cool tonight is there are only two games on the schedule. One is in Mexico City. That's Atlanta and Orlando at 930. And our game is uh, on NBA TV, so they'll take our telecast tonight. Uh, throughout the country on NBA TV. And for the first time, you're also going to see the City Edition floor. And I'm telling you what, so they'll wear it's the City badass. Edition yeah. uniforms. 
this will not be the same floor you saw for the in-season tournament. It is a third floor. And it is sharp. I'm looking at it right here on a television monitor, and yeah. I think I think fans will really like it. And, no, and it is really probably it, today on social media. It is really nice, and I don't mind even you know the in-season tournament floor. I just don't want to see players busting their ass out there. That's what I don't sure. want to see. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. But I, no, I, I agree with you. I like I really like the uh, the floor tonight. Hey, Chris, have a great call, man. We'll catch up with you later on. All right, thanks, John. So, Kristen Neri, the pride of Westfield, Indiana, where we are right now. We're at the 161 Spring Mill Road. Joe's Grill, Westfield, Larceny Bourbon Locks, Luna Zool, Tequila Shots, Kristen Neri on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Potline. Mike Chappell, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. 93.5107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. The Sportos, Motorheads, Geeks, Sluts, Bloods, Wasteoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Thank you so much. That's all right, man, for joining us. No, get back up here. Brent's going to get you. Hey, Brent, Bloody Mary City right here. Brent, Bloody Mary City. Deep Eddie Vodka. Joe's Grill, we're in Westfield. Thank you for joining us. James back in the studio. Cam's the on-site engineer. Jacob is here as well. Bud Light Blue Friday at the Chaparral tomorrow. We're going to be down on the uh, southeast side. Southeastern Avenue and Emerson coming up tomorrow at the Chaparral. I've got tickets for you for the Buccaneers-Colts matchup. Bud Light Blue Friday tomorrow at the Chaparral. I say I should uh, see you that better. I better see you there. Kristen Neri a little bit earlier. Uh, we talked about the Pacers matchup with the Bucks coming up later off tonight. Because of that 6.30 pregame, we go until about 6.15 with some JMV, uh, anything goes. So be ready for that. Coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. Meantime, on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, CBS 4, Fox 59, Mike Chappell joins us. So Juju Brintz, Drew Ogletree, out, will not make the trip. Where's Josh Downs? I have not seen, but where is he right now? I have not heard that. I don't think he practiced today. Uh, so I, yeah, I think this is one, and I'm just speculating, but with the bye next week, maybe this is one where you kind of let him, you know, kind of rest up. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's <laughs> above my pay grade. But the last thing you want is to have this thing be – Play, aggravate, not play, play, aggravate, not play. So we'll see. But, boy, he's, he's so important to this offense, uh, the passing game. You kind of hope that he's he's able to play through this. But I don't think they want to risk long-term. And I, when I say long-term, I mean three or four games uh, issues with it. Hey, Mike, if you wanted to make an argument, and I'm not trying to suggest that it's argument-worthy here, but if you wanted to make one, is the – he most important aspect at wide receiver, at skill position player, outside of obviously Jonathan Taylor on this Colts offense right now? Well, I, I would still say Pittman. Yeah. I would still say Pittman in the past game just because I, you know, you, in, in a, when Downs went down, you went to Isaiah McKenzie. Not the same level player, but, you know, he, he, he has experience and he's, and he's had good games and seasons in that role. If Pitt goes down, who? I mean, who? I saw that uh, Alec Pierce was on the injury report limited today with an ankle. Generally, whenever a guy's limited, 
in practice in a practice is because he did something in that practice. So, you know, he tweaked it and they took him out for the rest of practice. So we'll get a better idea uh, when the media talks to Shane Steichen tomorrow. Although I tell you, it is after after nine games, I've learned Shane Steichen ain't given nothing out on injuries. He's not, and I don't blame him. It makes it frustrating for us. But the guy's either progressing or he's not. And, and so, yeah, but I'm really curious on Downs. But I, 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 Pittman's the one that I think will be really, really difficult because there's no who. I mean, Alec Pierce, I think, like I said, he's he may be dinged up and – I still think that the number one offensive player is the running back, and number two is, is Pitt. So, Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59. He's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. We were just kind of talking here at Joe's Grill about the usage of Jonathan Taylor in comparison to that uh, of Zach Moss. Where do we see that going? And are we now, like, coming into – what we like to call the mid-season form, but certainly after missing the first four weeks of the season, are we getting into the optimum usage of Jonathan Taylor in Germany on Sunday and then moving forward after the bye week? Yeah, I, I think we're there. Remember we, I remember when we, we talked with Jim Ursa, he said three or four weeks and before we really get him going, well, we're there. Uh, I thought last week, well, last week was the fifth game. And unfortunately, Carolina said, I don't care what you guys are going to do, but you're not going to run. And I still was disappointed that even with a team saying you're not going to run it, I thought the Colts should have been more more successful, but they weren't. Part of that was that they, I think Steichen and Jim Bob knew that it wasn't going to take a ton of points to beat Carolina, so they really, really dialed it back, the aggression, and that turned, turned into some pretty – ugly offensive football, but I think moving forward, we, this is where we're going to be. I think JT gets I don't know, 18 carries. Moss gets 8 or 9 carries. Uh, that, that Writing that hot hand stuff, I I just don't see that with Zach Moss anymore. I, I think we've made that transition. I really do. They're, they're not going to, unless this season really turns and they got a chance to do something, I mean really, you know, playoff type things, I just don't see them giving Taylor 25 a game. I just don't. Uh, I think he can handle it, of course. He's done that before. But I I just think that as long as this season kind of looks like it's going to be the seven or eight wins and, you know, all that stuff, I just, it doesn't make any sense to just wear down your running back, especially when you got another one there with him. That's pretty doggone good. You know, let's not dismiss Zach Moss, but I, I think. If things are being normal, I think JT is going to get 80%, 75%, and Zach will also get the others. Mike Chapel of CBS 4 and Fox 59 is on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. We've got a large city bourbon locks, Luna Azul tequila shots. This afternoon at Joe's Grill in Westfield, I kind of buried the lead on this one a little bit. You get a second consecutive week. You guys stood in front of Shaquille Leonard, and he was talking about exactly how unhappy he was about his overall usage defensively with this team right now, which is something the way that he's being utilized and taken off the field on third down that I would expect if I were going to ask you this question because somebody did me and I said doubtful for both a little bit earlier. If I were going to present to you the question, who 
do you believe is going to be a part of this team next year? Shaquille Leonard or Gus Bradley? Um, one or the other, both or neither. I would lean for neither right now. Where would you be? Yeah, I, I guess. I always hate to speculate on coaches because I, I just do. I mean, I just do. But if Gus is back, I mean, why would why would Shaq be back? It's kind of clear in my mind that that in Gus's defense, uh, the important linebacker position, the more important linebacker yeah. position is the mic with Zaire. Uh, yeah, we talked. Maybe, maybe Gus and not Shaq. And I, but we talked to Shaq today, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm finishing writing it right now. But he still, he still wants to play. Thinks he should play. Thinks he's still a high level player. But I asked him. I said, you know, and he's talked. He's talked to Gus. He's talked to Richard Smith, the, the linebackers coach. And I said, but after you've talked to him, nothing's changed. So why would you think things would change moving forward, barring injury? And, and it's funny because injury didn't matter. They put yeah. they put Siganu Ruby in there in, in place of Zaire. So barring an injury to heaven forbid uh, uh, EJ Speed, Shaq's not going to play more than 65, 70 percent. Uh, so I just he, he but he he was to me he was re- resigned to the fact that this is how his season is going to be the rest of the year. Uh, and why, why would anyone expect it to change? We, you know, we've done the November. Let's get to November and see where we're at and all this stuff. And they've made it very clear that they, that they do not believe he is their best option on third down. And we can argue that till the cows come home, whatever. But they want, they want more VJ speed and less of Shaq which speaks volumes of how the defensive staff, which it's, I shouldn't say the defensive staff, Gus Bradley and Richard Smith view Shaq. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I mentioned in my story last week that what the options are with him, he, he will not be back here with that contract. He won't. He's going to count $20 million. Uh, if you cut If you flat cut him, uh, you save twelve million. You 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 carry eight million dead money, or you could try to redo it and have him take a pay cut. And I really don't think Shaq would would be open to a pay cut. I because it, it wouldn't be a little one. It would be, it would be a major pay cut. And players are very not you know compliant to want to do that. So it, it's really it's awkward. It was really awkward is we get Zaire Franklin on, on Wednesdays, and he's in, in this one locker stall, and right next to him is Shaq. And it's just really, it's just awkward to have the, the, the focus, the, the spotlight, media-wise and game-wise, shift to Zaire Franklin, who's having a great, if I'm not mistaken, he still leads the league in tackles, and he missed a game. He missed last week. You just have an, an all, I'll, I'll say a Pro Bowl year. All Pro, you got to, you got to really, really be top end. So yeah, it, it's really awkward, and it's, uh, it, it's funny. Uh, we since we're among friends, uh, James Boyd, the guy with the kid with the kid, uh, the athletics writer. I don't want to call him kid. That's a, it's a slap in the face. <laughs> he's, he's just, but he, he, he's young. He, he's about the age of my grandson, but. Whatever. Anyway, he wrote on the athletic like five things 
to watch for over the last two months of the season. And one was, you know, Shaq playing his last game for the Colts, which is which is highly possible. It, it's possible. Yeah. And we're standing there around Shaq, and he's given us he, – he's very he, – and he was pleasant today. He was. But James asked him something about his conversations with, with Gus Bradley and this, that, and the other. And, and I'm telling you, Shaq – and I told James, so I said, Shaq gave you a look that if looks could kill, we'd have been picking you up off the floor. Uh, so he reads this stuff, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, it's, it's going to be motivation the rest of the year. A lot of people saying, well, we'll be, will we be back next year, whatever. But I don't see how any of this changes until his role on the defense changes. He's not playing on, on third downs, and he's splitting time with E.J. Speed, who's really given, given him more splice plays than Shaq is. So I will – I, I will give Shaq all the credit in the world. He could be a real horse's ass if he wants to be. He really could. But he's not. He's not. He, he's telling us what, what he wants. I, hey, I, I think I need to play more. I want to play more. I can do more. But he's not taking it to that next level that we've seen players do, not necessarily here, but across the league. So I, I think he's handled it the right way. I, I, I guess he'll do it that way the rest of the season because I don't – it's not going to serve him anything to come out and really, really be, you know, nasty and critical. And I can't believe these guys aren't playing anymore. And that's, that's not the tone we're getting. Uh, but what, what I took away from today is that he wants to play, but he doesn't see, again, barring injury, another injury, his role changing with his defense, which is really strange considering how he was his first four years. So Mike Chappell of CBS 4 and Fox 59. He's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I, I just I don't see it with him. And, and again, I know that you didn't want to really comment on that, but I kind of wonder where it's going with just the uh, defensive coaching situation in, in general. Again, that's further down the road. I will ask you this. Well, this the, is the also thing, further. The thing, the, the thing we need to look at, too, and, and, and I don't want to be – Gus doesn't need me going to bat for him. But they're playing, trying to play defense with with a hit and miss pass rush, yeah. which it's been it's been more miss and hit, and, and with cornerbacks and it's almost like Baskin and Robbins. You know who's next? Who's got number thirty one? Uh, with the injuries and well, and yeah, hey, hey Mike, this, this is not a this is not a new thing though with the, no, the coaching being affected by the player personnel decisions here. I agree, I agree, but but they they, they certainly could have given him more experienced corners, which I, we've all said that was a mistake. And, and it's sort of come to come to roost with, with these injuries and all this, but no, no, there's no question. And I, and I know Rick Venturi, when you, when you have him on, he, he would take the totally different approach that I do. Cause I know how he feels, but, but, you know, we'll see where it goes. I know how much, you know, trust that, that Shane Sykin has in, in Gus, but they, they, they've, they've underperformed as a unit for whatever the reasons, you know, uh, Grover Stewart being suspended and, you know, young corns, all that stuff. But they still should have played better to this point. And that, that bottom line, it, it does fall into coaching staff. 
Hey, I thought that he'd played, Mike, well enough to more than just consider bringing him back longer term, even at the age of, what, 28, 29, nearing 30. But did Kenny Moore solidify his longer term in the secondary at nickel for this football team with his play in Carolina this past Sunday? Well, if the contract requests are reasonable, uh, and and maybe they will be. I, I think Kenny, we, we the, the way he's come back from last year, which you know he admitted he didn't handle well, didn't play well, didn't get. He he was he's almost kind of like Shaq this year. He didn't really know what his role was, how he fit, and boy, this year he's come back locked in. But his whole his future here is going to be how reasonable will he be with the new contract. Uh, and, and how much I think this 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 franchise knows his value to the franchise, and it's it's immense. And if he keeps playing like this, I would make a strong effort to, to bring him back again. It wouldn't be a five year; it, it'd be another three year deal. That and I, I don't even know what to begin the numbers would be. But keep in mind, they've all to me in my mind they've got to, they've got to extend uh, Zaire Franklin. I mean, they got him on the cheap right now with that with that extension. He got, I think, it was three years, twelve million, ten million, whatever it was. So they they need to take care of him, and then you know, they, they've got things, you know they got Pitt. They got to work somehow, deal with Pitt, one way or the other. Either not bring him back or replace him at that cost. So, but Kenny Moore very much, I would think, should be in this uh, franchise's you know immediate future. I would think so. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how many suggestions you got from fans out there leading up to last Tuesday, but I got a ton of trade Kenny Moore for value, late round picks, third day picks, all that jackassery. And I hate that crap anyway, as I'm sure you well know. Um, I just I want to see the Colts keep good players. And Kenny is a good, useful player for where he is right now. So and I know you talk about the money. Um, uh, to me, it's a no-brainer to bring him back, and also the fact that some people had to eat it by wanting to trade him for like a fifth rounder last week yes. makes me really smile. I saw somewhere where he had more touchdowns last week than like four teams across the league. Uh, yeah, he, he, in his value in working with this young uh, cornerbacks room shouldn't be dismissed. That, that's that's huge. It just is. He does things the right way. He's in. If it matters, he he's strong in the community, and these are the guys you want. He, I mean, you look at these guys, him and and DeForest Buckner. I mean, holy smokes! If if Stephon Gilmore goes in and asks for a trade and gets it, what what if, what if Buck had gone in and asked for a trade? Yeah. I know he had a long meeting with Chris Ballard, and and Chris Chris did something. Chris must have given him a real good talk because Buck Buck and Buck would have brought. A pretty good. He had brought a good return. Yeah, so, so did, did DeForest want traded? No, I, I, I don't know if he wanted traded initially. But what I'm saying is, when he got done talking to Chris Ballard, oh. he was all in here. Uh, so, so I, I think he could have maybe done the Stefan Gilmore thing, but he didn't do that, and that speaks to to his, I guess, commitment. I mean, I hate when players are committed to franchises because franchises aren't too committed to players. Uh, you know, when it's time to cut bait, they cut bait. But 
he 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 could very much have asked out of here. I don't want you know I don't want to be part of this two or three year rebuild with the young quarterback, but he didn't do that. And he's having a, an all pro season. Uh, the, 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 as good as Kenny Moore was last week, and he was off the charts good. The fourth Buckner was that good up front. He just wrecked holy hell with with Carolina's offensive line, and that's without Grover Stewart next to him. So that that's you know, Buck is one of the more underappreciated guys for some reason across the league, and he shouldn't be because he he's top drawer. Hey, Mike, this is a question, you know, much like all these Anthony Richardson questions we'll have for the offseason. But I'm just kind of curious, are you at all side-eyeing what's going on with Will Levis as a starter now down in Nashville? Yo, sure, sure. Uh, and and C.J. Stroud, although he's kind of showed that he was the right guy. Uh, he's, the, he's the it yeah. guy right there. I feel really okay. good about that. It took me one game to realize that against Georgia. Right. One game, right. and he ate <laughs> yeah. up Georgia. Yeah. He ate up Georgia for Ohio State offensively, and he has looked beyond the part so far. Right. And if you look at where, where the AFC South is, I'm telling you, uh, if all these guys you know stay healthy, and that's primarily with yeah. Richardson right now, these guys are set for the next 10 years. They, they just are. You know, what, what, what is Trevor Lawrence, 24? I mean, maybe he's 25, maybe. Uh, and I, w- I want to see, see Levis do more. He had the really, really, what, four-touchdown game in his first one, and then, then a, tough, a tough game or tougher game in Pittsburgh. Well, you know, Pittsburgh's yeah. pretty good on defense. I want to see how he does. What they, they've, they, if, I, if I read right, they, they've named him the starter for the rest of the year. Yep. No, he is. They, yeah, he they, is. They, they, they've you know, barring injury, they moved on from Ryan Tannehill. So, uh, which makes sense. They're, they're they don't appear to be going anywhere. So, find out what you've got. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like I like where the SEC South quarterbacks are. And as we as we've always said, when you got quarterbacks, you got a chance. And we saw that last week with, with uh, CJ Stroud. What were they down like? They were down. Uh, they needed a touchdown with like forty yep. seconds to play and eighty some yards or whatever it was to go, and and he did it. So uh, very impressive, and I'm sure Houston kind of likes the guy they've got right now. I want to make sure maybe I've got all my info accurately. Was it the Colts that actually liked Levis until the hiring of Steichen, and then Steichen obviously through the combine and watching film in a season in Florida, fell in love with Anthony Richardson. I have my uh, information accurately as you know it. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. And, and Does that mean we yes? Back, <laughs> what, what's that? Does that mean yes? <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I just, when we talked back then, yeah. you, you brought Steichen in for a reason. Yeah. So get, let him sink or swim with his quarterback. I mean, that, that, that it would have been crazy. It would have been crazy to say, yeah, we want you to do this, and here's the quarterback we want you to get, and he says, ah, he's my third choice. You know, I don't want him. And you, but So, yeah, I, and, of course, now the narrative is even if they had the first pick, they'd have taken Richardson, okay, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll, that's what you want, fine. And, may, and maybe it's true. But I kind of think that, well, I'd say Houston and the Colts got the quarterback they wanted. I I would love to know the backstory in Carolina. I really would. I feel for Frank. I feel for him because I tell you, if the season ended right now, 
you would have no clue what you've got with uh, Bryce Young. You have no clue. We, we get to watch him tonight to play the Bears. It's going to be ugly. But I just don't know if, if they have any clue whether he's the right guy or not. Yeah, I, I understand why, why Frank would get that offer. I, he was the first one, right, to be hired in that, that coaching cycle of a year ago. I understand why you would immediately jump to that, but it doesn't look like that uh, it's going to have legs past this season, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I hope that's not the case. Uh, you know, and, and you'd like to know how much of the decisions in Carolina, was it yeah. the owner, was it the coach, and – I don't know. I mean, we're not even – I'm not even remotely close to that. But to watch Bryce Young play, there's just a hesitation and an uncertainty and decisions that you would think that by now it would be more, more, you know, prominent that he knows what he's doing and you just don't see that all the time and not, not a lot of the time. And I saw that with Richardson and I certainly see it with, with C.J. Stroud, so – but again, as far as we as far as we care, the AFC South should be in good hands for the next decade. Well done, as always, Mike. I appreciate that, and uh, we both lucked out; didn't have to go to Germany, didn't we? Well done, well, by us both. I, really, I, I tell you, I really wanted to. My wife and I wanted to go, but my hips—I got—I've got another injection coming tomorrow. My hips a mess. So, what are you injecting? What are you injecting into your hip? Well, I've got—I've got sort of what Shaq had with the I yeah. got two this it's a bulging disc and it's killing my nerve down my leg and it's a steroid thing and they did it two weeks ago and it didn't help so they're going to try it one more time uh and if that doesn't work then i'll probably have some kind of a scope on it but hey you, why, why don't you do some qc than, do some qc kinetics with me i'm doing it on my knee right now here you and i will ride we'll ride the qc kinetics and we'll, they'll, they'll take our blood They'll shake it up like a Polaroid picture, and then reinject it into the problematic area. I don't, you know, I, I, the one thing they hate is like when they did this two weeks ago and it didn't work. The, the first thing they do, obviously, is they they numb the area with a with a needle, and that I, I cussed. I mean, I I, I I said holy crap to another level. Yeah, and it hurt like a son of a gun. But it only hurts for like you know five seconds. So I'm I'm not that much of a wuss that I can't handle that. But this thing has been going on for about two months, and I got to get it fixed, or they'll do some. Seriously, go yet. with me. Go with me sometime. I'll take you over there. I got to go in again in two weeks. I had an injection yesterday, and basically it's what Manning did in Germany for his neck years ago. That is now what what they do is common here in the United States. So why don't we do that? See if that can help well, I'll you. Let you. If this thing doesn't work by like Monday or Tuesday, I'll look you up. My, my stepson wants me to do uh, acupuncture, which I don't know. It's, this is a, this is a bulging disc for crying out loud. I don't know what acupuncture does for that, but I'm willing to try just as long as it doesn't include, you know, deep needles and in the where I have to watch and all that stuff. I'm not a needle yeah. guy. I don't I don't watch when I get vaccinated. So. Uh, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll, de- I'll 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 bite on a popsicle stick tomorrow and get through it, and we'll see where we're at next week. They they uh, went underneath my kneecap yesterday with that, and uh, I mean, I, and it, I welcome I welcome it though because I, I like like ripping a new rear end to these twenty five year olds I play basketball against <laughs> three times a week. 
<laughs> well, can, now, I now you it. can still pass. You, you can still pass a drug test, can't you? I mean, this is not. No, no Mike, no. I, I haven't been able to pass a drug test in twenty years, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, this injection doesn't work. I'm, just, I'm just lucky that I'm lucky that that Radio One here hasn't given one yet. <laughs> well, I can say if this doesn't work tomorrow, and I'm still bitching and moaning next week, uh, I'll look you up and maybe we'll try something. To, you know, be smarter than Iran. Don't do the same things and expect different results. You got it. You got it. Hey, all right. If you want to go, seriously, I'll come over to Beach Grove and get you. We'll both go. So where, where's the place at again? QC Kinetics, Greenwood, Eagle Creek, and Carmel. And I just started. Well, I started that yesterday. I started that yesterday. I started it yesterday, and um, so they, they they drain yeah. your blood, and, and yes. then they. Well, they, they don't drain you. It's not like Dracula or anything. They don't drain you. They take it out, <laughs> the blood out, and they shake it up like a Polaroid well, picture. That's it's draining. PRP, I mean, PRP, yeah. and then they inject it into the problematic area. Well, we'll see. What's it called again? I'll mention to my, my QC QC Kinetics. QC, QC, no, you just come with me. Come with me, and we'll, like, give them two for one. Oh, jeez. We'll see. I tell you, again, I, I, at some point I'm willing to do anything because I'm tired of being in the way. Um, so hey, I'm just going to come pick up. your ass up and take you. That's what I'm going to do. All right? I'm just, I'm just going to come get you. So. All right. Sounds All right, good. buddy. Appreciate you. you. It's uh, Mike Chappell of CBS4 and Fox 59. I am doing that right now, QC Kinetics. And I was with, uh, I was with Drew and Mike and uh, I think it was uh, Dalton. that did the injection yesterday. Amber actually took the blood out. And I've got some background in this because that's what I've done with uh, PRP treatment, platelet-rich plasma, with WeGrowHairAndy.com with my hair. And you guys have seen my hair's out of control right now. My hair grows better now than it did when I was 12. So I'm on board. I'm on board with this right now. And QC Kinetics, listen, I'm wrecking shop on dudes 25 years old with jump shots right now. Can you imagine when I get this left knee healthy, what I'm going to be like right now? A terror. Me and Mike Landis will be playing together in the over 50 league with a bunch of dudes down in Florida before you know it here soon. QC Kinetics. Quick break. We'll come back. We're in uh, Westfield today. Thank you very much for joining us, too. Shout out to the Windshuler Spreadability inside the lounge via YouTube Live that Kevin brought a little bit earlier as well. We're at Joe's Grill in Westfield on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Collect them, trade them, or just enjoy them. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. I'm okay with that. Hey, welcome back. Joe's Grill in Westfield where it has become official. All salads you order will come with cheese and croutons. That's got to be a thing, Miller. Hey, Somebody, I can't wait for the reviews I, tomorrow and it doesn't happen. I love the fact when we come out. And we the spreadability was brought by Kevin Paschke. Thank you, guys. Hi, Jess. The spreadability was brought by Kevin Paschke. But the Bloody Marys with Deep Eddie Vodka is sweeping... It's sweeping the, the nation. place here at George Grove. Oh, there's it's been awesome. nine of them just yeah. instantly coming. I've heard about the Bloody Mary. And then all of a sudden the buffet comes out. I'm like, wow, look at that. It's awesome. See, I think the Bloody Mary can be more than just a morning in the fall type of drink. Don't you think? What do you think, Ryan Miller? I'm, I'm still on board with it being a morning drink personally, but I see where you're going with it. Plus, yeah. I mean, you, look at all the snacks you get. Have you ever there's had a Bloody Mary with Cheez-Its, though? 
I've not had a Bloody Mary cheese. Now we can't have soggy cheeses. I changes things up. I think the world of Bloody Marys. Everybody always looks for you know what. Can we put with the Bloody Mary yeah. all things on top? I think the world of Bloody Marys can definitely be changed from the inside out, like as far as what goes in the drink. I think that you can do some very special things besides just Bloody Mary mix and Deep Eddie's vodka. I think Absolutely. you do Deep Eddie's vodka and Bloody Mary and start really putting the horseradish, Tabasco, but like all sorts of new stuff. Let's blend some peppers up. Let's yeah. have some fun. Like I, mean, I like well, spice. And, there, and I brought his, Ryan Miller is the one that made that pizza for me. Remember the Cajun pizza yeah, you I made for Cajun, me? Cajun I, I still pizza. tell stories about yeah, that here. That pizza man. was awesome. Yeah, it was, was awesome. A, that was a crawfish etouffee. See, I love sauce. crawfish. I'm a big crawfish yeah. southern kind that was, of. That was, that was a fun pizza. Guy. It was just yeah. uh, it was tough to have. It's all not the time on there, Cam, because no. I don't think they make it. No, no, no. It yeah. was uh, that was, was a complex. You got any, craw- I got more you got any crawfish back there? I'm. I think I do have some crawfish back there, but it's all frozen at the moment. Uh, you got all that stuff out I, of the I, microwave. Well, that's a thing. That's the thing. I didn't know you were coming. I can uh, I can always figure something out. Next time you come, I will have something special. In fact, next time you come, I'm going to have two things. When you come to Westfield yeah. next, next year, mark it now. Two things. Salad with Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its yes. salad, okay. And I'm going to make you another crawfish etouffee. God, I love that, Cajun man. shrimp I'm an, pizza. I'm an etouffee guy, and I love going crawfish. going to have it for you. I don't know if I can have it on the menu all the time, obviously. It's a lot to do. But for you, I'm feeling pretty good. The, uh, well, the only thing that's ever been a pain in the ass about crawfish is, is how long it takes to get to this little bitty piece of meat. Yeah, but that's, mean, the, whole, that's the point, though. Exactly, you're, you're snacking, yeah. you're having a meal. It's well, like fondue. When like, you, yes. When you put it into something, though, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, you put it into something and put it on pasta. I feel awesome. like I'm cheating when I get like rice, a, a whole awesome. pack of like yeah. already peeled crawfish that are just just the meat. Yeah, like I, I'm cheating. Like I, I skipped all the fun, like all the steps. So I just got a question: What's your Bloody Mary mix? And I think it's Zing Zing. We are right? rocking Zing Zing. Zing Zing. But you're yeah. also this is from Todd Hoffman, our good good friend yeah, I love Todd, Todd Hoffman. Hoffman. Uh, so you add to it though too, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the bartenders are always, like, juicing it up their own way. That's well, the fun thing. Well, you got, you got salt know. on the outside of the glass What about here? Cheez-Its on the outside? That'd be cool. Huh? I, well, as long as they didn't get all wet. Well, on the outside? Yeah. Get you wet. don't want them wet. Moist? Yeah, moist. You don't Soggy. want them moist. Like yeah. wet bread. It's gross. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that. But we'll get the cheese. I think that would work. I'm going to tell we'll you, figure that out. Ryan, man, people are going to come in here and ask for Cheez-Its on their salad. It's like that I, Seinfeld episode where I Mr. Pitt already, was carving up his Snickers with a knife. It's already on my, like that. my to-do list tomorrow already includes get Cheez-Its for the bars because <laughs> John yes. won't stop talking about Cheez-Its. Yes. Right. <laughs> Wait, I, didn't even, I didn't even see them on your list of advertisers today, but yet we're they, still they talking about Cheez-Its. They better get there. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get Kroger over. Kroger should be on the list every day, but they're not on here just yet. Beast Skittles with Cheez-Its here. <laughs> just keep talking about it enough, eventually they'll hire you. <laughs> Joe's Grill in Westfield, what you guys got coming up this weekend? Uh, this weekend, uh, the big thing we're ready for, we got the Colts game, boys. Right. We got the yep. nice Sunday early morning, morning Colts See, game. See, there's where everybody's going to order the so Bloody that Marys. Is, that's going to be the event of the weekend. Uh, I mean, that's at Joe's Castleton. Yep. We're, they're opening at 9. Free Spirit's opening at 9. Fisher's opening at 9. We're opening at 9. We're serving breakfast. We're watching. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have uh, I did watch. I got to watch, yeah, all the deep Betty Bloody Marys oh, you look can at that. handle. That's good. That's good. <laughs> You, guys, you better get some more Deep Eddie vodka in the place here. Oh, they got plenty. They, yeah. they, they stock we, up well. <laughs> we, we don't go small on our orders of Deep Eddie for sure. We, we sell enough of all the different products that we're going nuts on. 
Uh, we got the Y store here. No Ooh, way. Saturday Schaefer's night? up Saturday? in here. Yeah. Oh. Schaefer's, Schaefer's a good dude, man. Yeah. He is a That's, great it's dude. always a fun party whenever he's yeah. coming around. I was trying to think who uh, who pulled more back in the day, Schaefer or the dude from Push Down and Turn? Schaefer. You think it's still Schaefer? Have the, you guy, seen the guy with Push Down and Turn was a master at pollation. That's kind of like I mean, he pulled like, I mean, he pulled like, I was always so jealous because this dude is like, hey, hey, all the chicks. I'm pushed down and turned guy. But so was Schaefer. I just, we think of Schaefer because they went maybe a notch above. They went a notch above. Yep. They were, they were on the verge of breaking it big. No, no, no. Lack of water hit big. Oh, yeah. They actually. I was living in Boulder, Colorado and saw them play at the Fox Theater on their own tour bus. And I was like, these are my boys from Ball State. They're going big. And then all of a sudden it kind of turned a little bit. But they, and Chris sounds great right now. Chris is. He's still living it. He is still living it. Absolutely. Chris, how you doing? It's like. Still great, brother. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, all, that's all I need. <laughs> so, Y Store, Push Down and Turn, Chosen Few. Who else? Situation Gray was another one from that Situation era. Gray. Real Eyes. Ooh, Real Eyes. Danny Flanagan. Well, um, I always forget her name. Oh, the, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I had a huge crush on her. Yes. And she didn't give me the time of day. Ooh. I wouldn't have either because I was such a dork. Can you imagine? Hey, hey, come over and have a drink with me. <laughs> I have the JMV 88 sound from Southern Indiana. Like, yeah, okay. I'll be right over. Yeah. That guy just invited me up for dinner and Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah. Weirdo. Jesus and Bloody Marys. Jesus salad and Bloody yeah, Marys. Yeah, he's going to take me back to his mom's house in Green County. Great. Let's go. But no, the, yeah. that era of the 1990s, man, so, so many great good. local bands. It was great, man. Yeah. You know, I was at, uh, I was at Ball State, uh, Headliners mm-hmm. Bar and Grill. Yep. We had every one of those bands you mentioned come through. And uh, it was just, it was an unforgettable time, right? So, and, and I think you're right, though. I mean, that, that, uh, that's a pretty good question. Schaefer or Push Down and Turn guy? Which who I don't is, know his who name, is the guy? I, I, sometimes I forget his name. I apologize. Push Down and Turn. He's called in the show before. He's a terrific guy. But I, I just see Schaefer out. I think I see Schaefer out more than anybody right now, too. He still works it hard. Good for and him. And he sounds great right yeah. now. I mean, he really does. And he we has were talking, fun doing it, man. Oh, he does. He it's always good to does. see him out. He just played uh, my buddy Clint Von Dilligan's 50th birthday party in the backyard, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, just absolutely uh, still brings it. Sounds great. And, uh, you know, it's still Chris Shaver. That voice, you cannot, uh, you, you can't. That is a lot. can't replicate I that voice. I saw them probably at uh, the Bluebird in Bloomington. Can't even count how many times. Yeah. Back in the 90s. It was absolutely a staple. Why store this weekend? Yeah, we got So that's Saturday? Saturday night. Wow. At least so. What, what day is it? Today is Thursday. Today's Thursday, yeah. 11-11. Yeah. 11, 11. yeah, we got Saturday. Saturday we got Y store. Oh, nice. We, we got, what else is this month? We got Thanksgiving's coming up this month. We're I saw Jay through. Baker's up in there, too. And Tommy Baldwin's up yeah, there at some J- point. Tommy just played. No, Tommy's been here. Yeah. Tommy just played. Jay just yeah. played. We okay. got Dave and Ray the Saturday after Thanksgiving. What about like the night before Ray? Thanksgiving? Night is before that, Thanksgiving. I can't. You got a band that night? I'm that's, sure. That's the bar night, right? That's, that's known as yeah, the that's bar always, night. I mean, either, can you guys ever have a Rich Hardesty uh, up here? You know who have, Rich Hardesty is? Oh, I know yeah. Rich we very well. We, have, we haven't seen Rich in a when, long when, time. When the Peanut Barrel was in Bloomington, Rich Hardesty, I think, played there like every night. Oh, yeah. Glorious. He played for us up at yeah. uh, Ball State all the time. I, I yeah. talk to Rich uh, once a month usually. Great guy. He lives down in Brown County now. Great guy. Yeah, yeah Charles, absolutely. Absolutely. I have met uh, Joe Castleton all really? the time. Every back. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. every Thursday. Yeah. All right, guys, sit tight. We'll come back with you guys in a second. Harris Hoosier Park Race of the Day, 50-50 betting and dining. 
from Harris Leisure Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. We'll find a winner coming up next. Joe's Grill, Westfield, Larceny, Bourbon Locks, Luna's Old Tequila Shots, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. The Ride with JMV. It takes him a second to get on the stool because he's under five feet tall. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. <laughs> hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey, this is Hootie the Blowfish, June of 2024 at Ruoff Mortgage Music Center. The return of Darius Rucker at lead for Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie the Blowfish, Collective Soul, and Edwin McCain. At Ruoff Home Mortgage Music Center. At number nine at 239-1070 is going to go. Also, after six, little JMV, anything goes. If you guys want to talk about, well, anything with anything goes coming up here at the top of the hour. We have about 10 minutes afterwards to do that. The Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Kevin Kale was the winner. The horse, Lighthouse Jesse. Paid $10 on a $2 bet. The $2 exacto was $71.20. 50 cent trifecta, $69.05. That's your Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Kevin, with 50 50 in betting and dining from Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. We'll do it again tomorrow. Chaparral down on uh, the southeast side. Southeast side of uh, Indy, southeast, uh, what, southeastern of Emerson tomorrow? And you're right, Cam. I was sick, I think, there last year, right? I got well in a big hurry, though, fellas. <laughs> yeah, when he bring that up. That was, I remember that was uh, later on in the year. It was me and uh, Jim Jr., Jim Zink. Yep. Um, and uh, Eric Moore, the head coach of Center Grove. And um, Joey Jaws, Joey Chestnut, the competitive eating champion. So that was a hell of a combination That's right there. That's a big power trio Good right there. Good combination right there it was a year ago. That's tomorrow, Chaparral. We've got tickets for you for the Colts and the Buccaneers game to give away. Bud Light Blue Friday is tomorrow. All right, you got time to hang out. we got to announce where we're going next week. Absolutely. Which is going to be a first-timer. It is a first-timer. Now, yeah, we're, it's a first-time location but not a first time that we've been with these people, which is really cool, though. Very cool. They've got several other locations, and this is the newest of those. Newest so we'll, of uh, them. We'll, we'll bring that out. So, uh, Brent Halverson rejoins. Ryan Miller rejoins. Again, Joe's Grill. We've got a little bit of time for some Anything Goes at 239-1070 coming up on the other side. Bucks and Pacers pregame, 630 for you coming up as well. Don't go anywhere. Anything Goes at 239-1070 next. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Son, you got a panty on your head. You drive fast, eh? 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. That sounds like Florida Georgia Lions. Anything goes. Anything goes at 239-1070. We have about eight, eight or so minutes to get you on. And if you guys got any Heaven Hill Distillery bourbon, got any Joe's Grill bar questions, you can ask me about Cheez-Its. <laughs> we just actually and finished. And 90s bands. We yeah. just finished some nice Heaven Hill Elijah Craig Ooh, I just good. gave oh, beyond Joe's nice. that was, yeah. That was good. Well, ask me about PRP into my knee or to my scalp. I can do that too. By the way, Billy Searing is a friend of mine. Uh, we used to play hoop all the time with Mark Barnheiser at Prairie Meridian, says that he uh, wants to check out QC Kinetics for his knee as well. I have 
a knee situation. My problem is I have some arthritis working in there. So QC is going to take it away, and I can't guard my yard. Like, I can go right okay, but when somebody goes left, oh, things are breaking down, and I'm crying like a little wiener. So come on. No wiener crying. No more of that. Shout out to Tiffany and Shelby. Yeah, they're listening right now. Are they oh, really? Hi, yeah. Hi, so they, Tiffany they, and Shelby. They, they, they're listening to us. Those are, they were... those are really hot girl names right there. Well, <laughs> Tiffany and Shelby. Thank you. Yeah. Hot girl that's names. my uh, girlfriend, Tiffany, and she's a veterinarian, and that's who, who she's working with. They're taking care of animals and listening to us right now. That's taking awesome. care of so animals. So exciting. That, you know what? That's a hell of a combination right there. Mark. It really is. Yeah, I it sent is. her the cheese. She was immediately jealous. <laughs> the booze, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> also. All the wonderful booze that's up here. But the cheese, I mean. All right, we got Lexi Bourbon Locks next week, and we got a first-timer we on the do, schedule. We do, and it's an awesome place, John. I don't know if you've been there or not, but so uh, Taylor's Bar and ta- uh-huh. Table, and uh, it's actually two four, exit 214 on 69. That's Ingalls, Indiana. It's considered Ingalls. It's a lapel exit. Okay. So Taylor's Bar and Table, uh, going to be our first time there. Looking forward to Kyle and the crew there. Clint, the place is awesome. Clint, Kyle, and Pablo. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Kyle, great, great guys. Kyle's a great Kyle dude, Davis. Man. Great yeah. guy, great place, great guys. And the food's awesome. The drinks are awesome. Going to be an exciting time, John. So Where does Ingalls, Indiana, goes to what high school? They go to Mount Vernon? Uh, they go to Ingalls. Or LaPel. There's no Ingalls. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Ingalls. LaPel. Charles Ingalls High School. So, we're gonna, the so we were with this conversation earlier. Uh, LaPel is right there, but then Ingalls takes over. I think there's a lot of Pendleton High School. Yeah. You get a little bit. My, Pendleton, yeah. Yes. I yep. got you now. So this Pendleton. is actually, it's five miles south of Mystic Waters Campground. Mystic Waters. That's right. And it's, we had a party there once upon a time. Look at the plug. Yeah, there's a spot to be at up there, you know? It's getting good at it. No, great spot. Yeah. I and mean, that place is always packed. I mean, again, the food is awesome. People are great. And the, and the drinks are flowing. So come out and join us next Thursday. Week 11. Lunch Luna. Have you been up there yet? Shots. I have not. It's beautiful. It I is, was at the Nora location about a month really ago because we normally do Bud Light Blue Fridays at least once. Early in the season at Taylor's at Nora. Yeah. And I remember Kyle, I think, was at uh, Taylor's table in Ingalls at the time. So I already stole some of their ideas for my next idea. (laughs) I mean, you want me to give them the whole cheeses on salad thing or what? (laughs) Please don't. Oh, that's special. That was going to be mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to change the game. Uh, Well, anything goes right now at 239-1070. Is that Mike, I think, lurking right there, James? Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, uh, when you get your president on from Wheeler, when uh, cheese, uh, spreadable cheese, could you tell him to stock the store in Martinsville, Indiana? I can. Why, you got a problem down in Martinsville yeah, off of uh, Ohio Street? Yes, they haven't had none for a month. Man. I got to go all the way to Plainfield or Canby. You're kidding me. Well, no, I will tell you this. Here's a, here's a little insight. Like, some of the Krogers have it. Not all of it keep it stocked because the one by me down in Bargersville struggles with stockage as well. But I will say, if you do drive up to Camby, that Meyer location seemingly always has a bunch of Winshuler spreadability. And I'm assuming because Meyer, that's a Michigan, state of Michigan place, and uh, I think Winshuler's is as well. There may be a common thread there. Well, they, they got the uh, cheese, but they, well, I'd like to see the, uh, the uh, uh, hot pepper, pepper jack. Yeah, the pepper jack. Well, the pepper jack is the most popular right there. So, hey, the president in town with us next Thursday. We'll, well make sure he knows about there. that down in Martinsville too, Mike. All righty. 
It's Mike in Martinsville. Martinsville's got to stock it up, Kroger. Oh, I tell Kroger's got to get a part of this show. That really pisses me it off. Really, you know what? They should. Yes. They should. And you're plugging them all day. All day long. I mean, yeah, yeah, right? Part of this show, And look at Kroger. that. Kevin Paskey brings us windshielders within yes. 10 minutes of the request. That was awesome. How about that? Kevin, shout out to him. Yes. He's taken care of over there, I'm he assuming, is. He, too, He right? has a nice little uh, bottle of some <laughs> larceny to, uh, to, to thank him for his uh, timeliness fashion. Daryl, anything goes at 239-1070. Hello, Daryl. Hey, how you doing, guys? Fantastic, buddy. Hey, I was driving down the road, and I heard one of you guys said the Chargers are going to beat my Lions. And the only thing I can figure out, that guy must have had too much of Brent Holverson Holverson's strings. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I, I went with the Lions. I did too, Daryl. So did yeah. I. The yeah, only Nally, <laughs> the one Nally's the one that gave the Jared. He golf said it and left. Yes. And he's gone. <laughs> Well, I took the Lions because of you, my friend. So yes. uh, that was Nally. <laughs> Nally went with the Chargers. Well, two, he was four two, and nine last time. Two of their starting offensive linemen are going to be back, and Montgomery's going to be back also. So I think I, it's I, be- Daryl, yeah, you're right about Montgomery. I think Daryl. I think his angle was he, he for some reason it was he was anti Jared Golf because they haven't well, beaten anybody good. That's yeah, what but, that's what my engineer Cam said, Daryl. He beat Kansas City. They beat Kansas City the first game of the season. I uh, know it. Cam. Come on, dude. <laughs> no, it was just – no, it was it was Nally. I think Nally was the yellow one against your Lions on that game. Where's, uh, where's your Blue Friday next week? Hey, Cam, where am I next week, you know? I'm going to have to have Cam look it up. I don't know where I am in like an hour, Daryl. I apologize for that. (laughs) You know what? Hey, Daryl, you know what? I take that back. The Colts are in a bye week. I don't think I'm anywhere. I think I'm in studio. I am going to Tipton. We're going to watch our friend Fulton, who calls in often. Fulton is in a play up in Tipton of Elf, and uh, we're going to go up, and I'm going to go up and take Blake up, and we're going to watch Fulton in action in Elf. Next Friday. Well, I'm going to give you a call after midnight on Saturday while I'm out and about. Well, I'll be up till about 3 a.m. probably taking your request, so I'll be ready for you. All right, brother. You have a good week. Daryl, you too. Appreciate that. Again, next Thursday. Next Thursday, we're at uh, Taylor's Bar and Table in Ingalls. It's also LaPel. The LaPel exit 214 off of uh, Interstate 69, just five miles south of Mystic Waters. <laughs> they have a big Get water tower. They have a big water tower you that can see. That place is awesome. Kyle and the crew up there looking forward to it. You guys ever climbed a water tower? I have. Mm, Brownstown, Indiana. That was like where people would go to like hang out and stuff. All right. We peed Back off ours. Well, we made out. I like to I like pee the off the water stuff. tower. And, and stuff. stuff. I bring this stuff up and then like people get mad at me going, you're just, what you're doing is telling people to do it. I'm not telling people to do it. I did incredibly stupid stuff. Oh, so, I, yeah. I can imagine you did, John. Hey, you guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you, Brent. Hey, thank you, my friend. Brent Halverson, Heaven Hill Mr. Distillery, Miller. Ryan Miller. Why store Saturday night in here? That's big. And then the Colts and the Patriots early Sunday morning. Remember right here. All the Joe's Grill locations and the Joe's Grill here in Westfield, yeah. right? And Free Spirit. Everything. Yeah. 9 a.m. Oh, appreciate that. Colts Daily Update is next. Thank you all for joining Cheers, us. Yes. Bucks and Pacers. Full breakdown conversation. Chaparral, Bud Light Blue Friday tomorrow at 3. Don't miss it.